Hello and welcome to episode 12 of Into the Podcast. I'm your host, Sam, and I'm joined by the bald beauty, Ryan Chitterden. Hello, Sam. How are you, darling? Very well, thank you, as always. How are you? I'm all right, you know. I've had a very productive weekend, but I'm knackered, and I'm going to go back to work tomorrow fucking knackered. Yeah. I hate it when it's like, but that's every weekend now, isn't it? That's it. It's life as, a, as an adult. Yeah, the problem is, since I've had little in, my... I've never worked a five-day week because I've worked compressed hours. Oh, yeah, of So course. this is the first job outside of the house where I've had to work Monday to Friday, and it's fucking killer. Yeah. I'm not used to it. I miss their Mondays off so much. I bet. I bet. How many weeks in now at the new job? God, I'll be going into week three. Yeah. And I know... I think I know less than I did when I started. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just more confused. Yeah. You'll get there, though. You'll, you'll, be, you'll be running a place in no time. You know it, mate. I've already told them this. Yeah. They well. asked me to leave. <laughs> <laughs> so, episode 12, we're getting there nicely. Yeah, we are. Like, smashing through it, actually. We are. And we have had, I just want to say a massive thank you to everyone that listens, because I've had some really, really nice comments out the blue this week, just people messaging, catching up, and just saying, like, it's the highlight of my week. I'm loving it. So it's really nice to know that what we're doing is working and yeah. it's entertaining people. Um, but what I would like to hear from you guys is kind of just ask about the runtime because every week me and Ryan have more and more to say <laughs> and they're getting longer and longer. So just drop us a message, drop us a tweet, uh, you know, this another way of followers on all social medias. Just drop us a message and let us know. Are you enjoying these longer episodes? Um, how is it feeling? Because we can rein it back a bit if people are like, it's getting a bit long now, boys. Yeah, you know, we yeah. want to make it as enjoyable as we as it can be for you guys. And and so far the, the feedback we're getting is phenomenal. Mm, it's so, been really um, nice. It uh, really yeah. has. Just, uh, just echoing what you were saying there, like people coming out of the blue, which is nice because like we're reaching out to people like outside of our immediate, you know, friends and family that we're listening to start with. So the fact that we're reaching people that we've perhaps lost contact with over the years it's it's fantastic so yeah thanks to everyone for for listening yeah definitely so just as a little bit of an intro just catching up with each other um i when i left my last job i got a little bit of an amazon voucher mm. so i for me if i get free stuff like that i'm not going to use that to buy something i need that's you you spend that yeah. you spend that money on the treats don't you? i think that's the same like if, if you get money for like birthdays or christmas it's always the same I, i'm in that mindset of this is going on something I want. It's not for petrol. This, Yeah, this isn't going on the food bill. This is going on something for me. Yeah, exactly. So I treated myself to some board games. Did you? Yeah, as you can see, I've redone my board game shelf now, and it's fucking over, overflowing. You've got so many games on there. <laughs> it's ridiculous, it's insane. It? So, um, yeah, so I I got some board games. I'd love, I know, obviously, we've just got into, you've just got into Magic. We've got plenty of that. But I'd love to get some of these board games smashed out because mm. I've not got that many people. So we do have a board game night every two weeks. And I don't want to say anything about the people we play with because they're all fantastic, intelligent people. But we can only play something with like one-sided half a page full of rules. Right. I tried to play something with two page of rules the other day and oh my God. <laughs> so I could do with someone who's probably a little bit more versed to this type of gaming. You yes. know, you're into wargaming and stuff. So I picked up a game called Betrayal at House on the Hill, which is a hmm. bit of... Um, so you build a haunted house as you go in. So it's a tile type game okay um, you're building this haunted house you're coming across like spirits and all this sort of shit but one of you that plays a three to six player game one of you is the betrayer okay and the rest of you have to figure out who it is and stop them as it goes right i love the tile turn type games i've got uh, the zombies and the humans game where you build the city 
as you move. Okay. So every time cool. you play it, although the game plays the same, the map will be different. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. So I love shit like that. That um, sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was just one. It just popped up. And I thought, fuck it, that sounds really good. I'll go for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I picked one up called Mysterium, which I think might be quite up your street. Because what? So it looked to me that one of you was a bit of a, like a dungeon master. Okay. And everyone else lays cards. And I was like, oh, I'll just buy it, see what it's like. And basically what it is, is the dungeon master, so the one behind the card, is a ghost. Right, okay. The rest of you, I think it's a four-play game, and the other three are mediums. Yes. And I have to try and tell them and get them to figure out how I was murdered. Okay, that's quite interesting. And you do that by lay... So it's a bit like um, Cluedo in the aspect of your lay murder weapon, where it was that type of stuff. Right, okay. It kind of tells... You're trying to figure out the story of how the ghost was murdered. Oh, that's cool. So it's much more like a a supernatural twist to it. That sounds cool. Yeah, I was like, fuck. So in the new job, um, I got talking to a lass. I was like, I don't want to go in there talking about what a nerd I am just yet. But we ended up talking about board games, and she's like, oh, I'm not massive into them, but I've played a few, and she gave me some ideas, and this was one... I was like, I need to get that. Yeah. I love anything like that that's like, you know, sort of a bit more gothic-y, a bit horror Me sort too. of elements to it. I'm, I'm all about that. So, yeah, I, yeah that we'll, sounds good. We'll definitely getting out of that. Then I bought one called, what's it called? The Real Truth. Now, you know I'm big into um, serial killers and um, conspiracy theories and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I've not listened in a while because I'm catching up on other stuff, but there's a podcast called The Last Podcast on the Left, which yes. is all about the conspiracy theories, all about uh, serial killers, fantastic it's been a while since I've listened, but I used to absolutely love it. Um, in fact, I redecorated my whole house just constantly listening to where uh, they did like three or four episodes on uh, like the JFK assassination. Okay, yeah. Um, and what was his name? Uh, Lee Harvey Oswald. Yes. It's all about Lee, Har- Lee Harvey Oswald. Every episode was like two hours, but then there was like four of them. And I right. redecorated my whole house listening to this Amazing. like series. It was so fucking good. <laughs> so I went into game recently and um, there it was. Last podcast on the left has a fucking board game out. No way. And it was down from like 40 quid to 20. So I was like, I can't not buy it. And it's it doesn't really, I can't figure out overly what it is. All all I've read on, so I go on Board Game Geek, which is like the encyclopedia for board games. If you want to know if it's any good, go on there. And I've always been told if it's a seven up, buy it. Right. This was a 7.2, I think, 7.1. So just in. Yeah, so it's in there, so it's a good game. Yeah. But it doesn't really tell you much about it, bar you're just unearthing conspiracy theories and going against the government to prove they're real. So right, it might okay. be like Loch Ness Monster, Bigfoot, that yeah. type of shit, UFOs, and you've got to try and prove how real they are. But apparently what I read on it is there's 300 components to the game, so you'll never have the same game twice when you play it. Nice, And that's I cool. love shit like that. You know, it's got such replayability. That's it, that's it, because... A lot of these board games, especially like, because you've got on, just having a look, you've got a lot of the um, film themed ones, so, you know, like just yeah. looking there, Jaws, The Shining, Back to the Future. Um, for Christmas, not this year, last year, um, my sister got me uh, the Princess Bride one. That's right, I remember. Um, yeah. Which was really cool. And obviously, I think anyone could play it, but you, you get that appreciation if you know the film. Of course. But, yeah. um, for a game like that, it's, you know, you're sort of working together, but I don't know how much replayability that's got because it's the same it's the same objectives every time yeah of course the same so whilst it'd be really nice to revisit and go back to especially like if i watch the film it's not something that you just play once and then oh i want to play that again because it'll be different yeah it's kind of one of those ones so i've got the black panther game wakanda forever i got it cheap as shit in the works i love it right but i like playing it with different people yes do you know what i mean so that was the game we played the other day it's not really a hard game there's just five steps you have to follow but it's the same thing. It's yeah. the same sort of end game, but 
if you're playing it with new people, it makes it a bit new. You're teaching yes. more people. And I love games that are that people that don't play a lot of board games when they play one, they go, shit, this is really good fun. Yeah. This is more than roller dice move. This is more than Ludo or frustration or whatever. And I'm really getting like I'm loving that I'm t- like showing more games to people. And it's not just a board. Sometimes it's I, just dice and tiles and I, so I, much variety I'm isn't fucking there? Yeah. Loving it. and i'm just scratching scratching the like surface of board games yeah i can't afford so um a guy I used to work with we're talking he's buying 600 quid board games bloody hell yeah yeah yeah. off like wow. kick, kickstarter and shit like right, okay. he is yeah. on it he keeps coming smooth oh you'll love this one and it's in your price range and it's still 70 quid that's it like it's even, not even like normal me. ones because I, I think i was looking at like the alien one which i think my dad got because we played it at christmas you know yeah. like the fate of the fate of the nostromo i think it's yes, called that's it. but you know i picked it up last year i think i was in like a Waterstones and it was just there. Yeah. I'm really tempted to get it. But even that, it's, it's still like 40, 40 quid. quid. Yeah. It's, so they're not, they're not cheap at it's, all. It's standard for a board game, 40 quid. Yeah. And I suppose, and the worry is, I guess I, you know, I'm not, I'm not really, I'm not into, I'm not, not into my board games, but I don't, I don't have any myself, if that makes sense. So if like someone says, oh, do you want to play it? I'm, I'm well up for it. Yeah. 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 But, it, I feel like it for me because I don't know a lot about them. It's a worry if you're spending forty quid and then it ends up being a bit of a naff game, or you play it once and you think that was all right, but I've no desire to play that again. Yeah, this is why I keep my eye on um, board game geek and stuff like that. So I've got the Top Gun game, as you can see, it's not opened because Board Game Geek told me not to buy that game. Right, but I was doing a film podcast at the time. Yeah, you saw the old uh, dining room; it was set up for the podcast, so it was just film memorabilia everywhere. Yes. I wanted as many board games that were film related as a cool. Right, okay. So it cost me like twenty, <laughs> cost me like twenty odd quid, but I've never played it because apparently it's dog shit. Yeah, you know the the, the Shining one. Played that; it's shit. That's a shame, actually. It's you such the a shame. I love the Shining film. Yeah, um, and. You just yeah, you just thought I'd be able to do a cool, yeah, a cool board game around that. Unfortunately, not. There is one I'm going to buy though because it's on Amazon for twelve pound, which is the Fast and Furious board game. No way! <laughs> I was like, it's going to be shit, but I'll buy it for twelve quid. Uh, I've just bought one called Star Wars: Darth Vader Rising, which yeah, okay. um, looks kind of like you have to build your squad and then go in and defeat Darth Vader. It looks quite That's cool. That's cool. Um, that uh, that was. I think I got that from forty down to twenty five. Oh, nice. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I picked that up. So yeah, so loving the board games at the moment yeah that's all cool. over this shit and we'll have to get on a little bit more obviously we've got a magic but we've got a good crowd that love magic now that i reckon would love some of these board games as well oh so. yeah definitely and we could combine the two can't we all meet oh, up absolutely. it's like maybe have a game of magic have a play, board game, board we, you game. Know, just it's just getting then hot get, tub and beer and then hot tub and yeah and just it's just organizing it isn't it i think that's, that's a difficult problem. like with these board games it's like you, you don't want it's like th- two three four Five people, whatever. Of course, yeah. yeah it's not always easy to arrange. I've, I've got some in here that are five plus players. Yeah. So they've never been played because it's like, when do you get five players together? That, absolutely, yeah. So yeah. Um, what else? So there's just a couple of little things I wanted to bring into the intro. Um, one, I was very disappointed about until something you said just before I clicked record. So I just want to bring it up so you can tell me what you just told me. I called out your mum last episode oh, you to did. drop us a message you if she did. listens to the podcast yeah and your mum beautifully carried on with her claps and her little hearty faces and stuff every time we put anything <laughs> but no yeah. message saying no message i've got your back dog i've yeah. got your back Nothing. i know you'd asked for it and i wasn't going to tip her off either i no, couldn't, oh, I couldn't no, do that can't. i had to had to be like faithful to the podcast and, yeah and see how it played out but, but um but she has been listening she has been listening she is catching up 
Uh, my mum and dad finally decided to just listen to it separately because you know oh, they- <laughs> because yeah who you know trying to arrange to listen to the podcast together when they're it's in the same cute, room isn't it? it is cute that's but really then, sweet but then equally that's why they've never listened to it <laughs> yeah. like it's to listen to one episode um so yeah she's finally she is catching up she messaged me the other other night been listening to the serial episode and enjoying that the worst thing is as she's catching up week by week it's just going to be my kind of love for your mother slowly <laughs> yeah. coming out again she's never met me she has yeah. no idea who i am just she probably week. thinks you run the fucking um, <laughs> podcast social media that's why she writes on him because she thinks she's doing it to her son no yeah. that's coming to me Anne. <laughs> yeah yeah she's going to be gradually more and more creeped out <laughs> yeah. as she listens does she wait till we meet up <laughs> and then finally going back again to another episode we're going back to our gorgeous or gross episode by jvn which i saw you tagged him in a post earlier on twitter i did tweet him yes just we need to get into retweeters oh can you imagine if that happened oh god it's so funny you talk about getting edgar wright too fuck i want jvn all the way yeah just just anyone any any of these people that we're talking about would be fantastic oh yeah definitely so in that episode, we obviously looked at trailers and we thought, is it going to be gorgeous? Is it going to be gross? And we looked at a film called Cocaine Bear. We did, yes. Um, um, how you, could I forget? You <laughs> was not a fan of this concept. I was all about it. I uh, was on it like fucking stink on shit. I, <laughs> I, I was all over it. And I then called out our, our gorgeous uh, sponsor, Drew Flanagan, to write us a jingle, which he never got round to do it. He didn't, no. Uh, and he finally has. He's been away. He's been in the Sahara Desert doing his shit, um, having the time of his life, not heard from him in weeks. And then he finally come back to us and he was like, oh, I've got something for you and sent me it. <laughs> so I can't not play it to the audience because everyone loves the jingles and he put his time into this and I I just think it's fucking brilliant. He went full on Dolly Parton on this he one. Did, he, he did, really he did. did he did, changed tack on this one. <laughs> yeah, he did. So... Everyone from our sponsor, the beautiful Drew Flanagan music, this is Cocaine Bear. Cocaine Bear running around the mountain, Cocaine Bear snorting all the gear. Cocaine Bear is the name of the carnivore that's causing all this fear. Since Cocaine Bear did all the charge, well, he's the king of this wood. Is there anybody stop to think maybe Cocaine Bear's just misunderstood? Well... <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> Do you love it? I absolutely love it. I fucking love it. It's so, so good. Maybe his best his best work to date. Best work to date, for sure. I mean, I feel that is definitely going to be better than the film. Oh, yeah. I, I totally agree. But it's actually made me now want to see the film. Yeah. So if we listen to that before we go watch the film, maybe you'll enjoy it more. Yeah, I think I think that's how it works. <laughs> they should probably put that on the trailer. <laughs> oh, honestly, this podcast is just as much truth as it is ours these days. I know isn't it? It is. <laughs> the third, the third co-host, but he's only allowed to sing. Yeah, he's yeah, that's it. Like eventually, it'll just this this podcast will just be pure jingles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, we won't have to. We'll just introduce it, and that's it. Just jingles. <laughs> just go, just yeah. go, and then peace. End. <laughs> Speaking of jingles, speaking of jingles, go on. Should we have a little jingle? Oh, which which jingle are you talking about? Well, I kind of fancy a snack. Oh, you know what? You read my mind. Are you feeling for the snack? I'm always feeling snackish. Fantastic. Then, snack of the week is sponsored by Drew Flanagan Music. 
play us in, baby. Here come Sam and Ryan, listen to them both speak. They've come through hours all with their pop culture critique. But are you even a nerd if you don't overread? So come on, everybody, it's the snack of the week. So what have we got today, then? Today, my friend, you know what? After you brought in the twirls the other day, I was like, why am I going out my way to find weird shit all the time? Yeah. Why yeah. don't, every now and then, we just pull something that we love? Just add some absolute classics. Yeah, exactly. So between that and between all the amazing sort of compliments we got from the serial episode, yes. I thought I'm going to bring something that we're both going to love, but it's going to spark quite an interesting conversation. Oh, really? Going to be controversial? Yeah, because... I think there's several things that when you talk about, you're like, what is your favourite cereal? Next one is biscuits, my friend. What is yes. your favourite biscuit? Now, so I was shopping the other day and I love a milk chocolate OT, which is basically their version of the chocolate hobnob. Yeah, okay. Which seems to be possibly everyone's favourite biscuit. What, the hobnob? The chocolate hobnob. It is It is fantastic. Most people I talk to, it's top tier. Yeah. It's Premier League, you know, Super Bowl winner. So... Have yourself a milk chocolate oatie, and then we're going to have, little, we're gonna have a little chat about biscuits, oh, mate. I'm very excited for this, actually. Can you get one? I don't mate? think I've had a milk chocolate oatie before. Have you not? I don't think so. Oh, mate. I mean, I used to always take biscuits in at work, and yeah. uh, this was a staple. Right. Uh, Cheers. Chin chin, my friend. Enjoy your oatie. Thanks. Oh. That is fucking top tier, that, isn't it? That is amazing. Can you tell the difference between this and a hobnob? Not really. My fucking pocket could when I bought it. Yeah. Yeah, I'll bet. Half the bloody price, my friend. This is amazing. Mm. I never get, I never buy biscuits. And I don't know why, because every time I have one, I'm like, these are amazing. I'll tell you why I don't. Because I fucking hammer them. Yeah, I think that's the problem. It's a slippery slope. Yeah. Like, I will, if I took a pack of biscuits to work, Mm -hmm. it'd be gone before 10 o'clock. Easy. Just with my tea, I'd just be dunking and eating, and it'd be gone. And that's the problem. If you eat biscuits standard, like we're doing now, you wouldn't eat a whole packet. Got yeah. a cup of tea there. Yeah. Well, it's just a mouthful, isn't it? Because it becomes mushy liquid. Exactly. So, Delicious, smushy, mushy liquid. Exactly. So I bought this and a packet of um, cookies, and the cookies got smashed in a wanna. Mm. Just because I could. And I'm fat. Well, I'm well, I, I rammed it all in. Come on, Ryan. Tell me I'm not fat. <laughs> Not that old, man. <laughs> I thought I'd wait till you had a mouthful. <laughs> I literally waited for me to ram it all in. I wanted to see the internal struggle in your face of, I want to say something. I, I don't want to live to this stereotype, but my mouth's full. <laughs> I can't do anything. <laughs> so talk me through, how, how are you feeling after your, after your milk chocolate OT? That was amazing. Mm-hmm. You know what? I think that might be the best snack we've ever had on this show. Are you going there? I think I'm going there. Wow. That is... Can you name anything that we've had so far that's better than that? The twirl. Well, the twirl is you. great, but I was satisfied once I had the twirl. Mm. I just want more of them. I want more I mean, of them. I mean, I want another twirl, but yeah, it's up there. Yeah. I'll be honest, yeah. Or maybe it's because I've I, I've had a lot of twirls recently, whereas I, like, I've not had the... but I've not had a note before, but the equivalent of... yeah. So talk me through it, Ryan. Talk me through a couple of your biscuits of choice. Mmm. I don't, like I said, I don't really have biscuits. Um, but if someone was to offer you a biscuit, yeah, say, oh, I've got some biscuits in my drawer, they're opening, what are you hoping is in there? I mean, any sort of hobnob. Mm-hmm. 
I'm fucking like bang down for a standard hobnob as well. Standard hobnob, chocolate hobnob, either or are mm-hmm. both great. Yeah. Um, I might sound a bit boring, but rich tea biscuits. Oh, get the fuck out! What is wrong with you? With only with a tea though. No, in fact, no. You know what? I like it. I like them without. Oh God, honestly, I, I, I learn more and more things about you every week. Just make plain me dislike and boring, you. right? That's, that's all you need that's to know about you... me and my food choice. <laughs> you fucking turn up with your hobnobs, and then you're like, "Yeah, I'll have a rich tea as well." Ah, oh, you know what? Rich tea. There's only one rich tea, and we used to work with him. <laughs> right? My boy Richard Twiner is the only rich tea for me. But there's the your shout out, rich, rich. He's the only rich we need. <laughs> yeah. He was one of the people that messaged me really nice things the other day, so I thought I'd give him a shout out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is boring as fuck, mate. But then saying that, this is also very boring, but it's top tier for me. Shortbread. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, or, or like them shortcakes. Yeah, see, I enjoy them, but they're, they're not my they're not my favourite. Also down from malted milk. Okay. Because you yeah. get the little cow pictures on them. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. What? Where, where'd you stand with like a bourbon? You see, now nah, this might be a bit controversial. I'm a custard cream over a bourbon any day. And I'll tell you for why <sighs> it's mate. tough. Two reasons. One, you get more custard creams than you get bourbons. Yeah. Okay. Double, that's fair. double for the price. Yeah. And I get a bit sickly of uh, bourbons after about the 40th. Yeah, whereas yeah. custard creams, I can fucking go for days, Hundreds mate. and hundreds. Just Literally keep... go for mm. days. Bearing in mind, I can smash a pack of them and you get about 9,000 in a pack. Yeah, okay. I, th- I think it's roughly 9,000 you get. Roughly. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Give or take a one or two. Then I fucking love a cookie. Like I say, I smashed that pack Yeah, you know what? what? Any kind of cookie or like... Now, if we're talking like a Maryland, right? I love all cookies. Yeah. But like a Maryland. Actually, I'm going to say nothing quenches my hunger better than a Maryland cookie. But they're so Moorish. So mm. I can go and go, oh, I've got a cookie. And the moment I start chewing that in my mouth, because it's a one-mouther, in it? Yeah. Because they're not huge. You're like, holy fuck, that's what I needed. Yes. Just that crunch, that nice bit of sugar. But then you go back and you have about... So the other day I, I got like three. And I was like, oh, one for little and two for me. Yeah. And then I went back and just had like five more. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. and then before you know it, it's fucking gone. Um, but yeah, I love a cookie. I love a cookie, but I'm, I like a soft cookie. So, like a soft bake, yeah, like like a chewy, you know, like like, like the bigger mm. ones that you'd get. Like little, do some banging triple chocolate ones of them. Mm. That's what I want. Like gooey yeah, is what yes, is, is my jam. I don't, yeah, I, I what, don't like crunchy because it hurts my teeth. What about the crunchy ones that have the like the gooey in the, the middle, gooey center? Mm. I mean, I, I I destroy it. Yeah, yeah, uh, you destroy anything, wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean. We're talking top... These are all top-tier things, right? You know, yeah, if oh, someone's yeah, yeah. offering me any of these things we're talking about, <laughs> I'm snatching your hand off right now. Like, right. I, I, I'm going to regret asking this question, but where do you stand with a fucking niece? Nice, what are they called? How do you pronounce it? Is it niece? Niece? It will go nice. 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 It's niece. nice. It says nice. It says nice. Okay. Okay, so it's... I'm it, a big fan. I fucking knew you would be. <laughs> I knew you would be, you boring <laughs> bastard. They're great. Oh, what about coconut ring? Oh, I don't like coconut. Oh, no, there we no, go. Thank no. God. They, Finally. They, they, can, they can go die in a hole. They can. Party rings. That's why. If you're going to get a ring, mate, you get a fucking party ring. Mm. Again, a bit crunchy for me, though. They are very crunchy. I'll be yeah. honest. They're on the crunchier warning. I've only got three teeth left. That's don't it. fuck them up too much. Yeah. You know what that, I mean? And that's where I sort of get a bit get a bit wary yeah, of exactly. those ones. And this is a good thing about having a child. So I get to, like, for her, like, weekend lunches, I get to buy her things like the mini packs of Oreos, the mini packs of um, party rings, animal biscuits with, like, the chocolate on the back. Like, 
Yeah, I get to buy these again now, and it's completely That's fine cool. for me to just indulge in a little packet. Here yeah, and there, obviously, you know it'd be rude not to. So she gets one pack, I get eight. Yeah, yeah, you gotta uh, make sure they're safe for her. Oh God, I fucking love biscuits. So they're getting smashed throughout this whole episode. Yeah, so just so. Uh, so sorry about the crunching and the crinkling. Uh, please let us know what you feel about biscuits, and uh, and I hope you're all as disgusted in Ryan as I am for that fucking love of rich tea. Like you brought that in immediately as well. I was just on my mind. Oh, like admit, like if you would have brought that in about fifth. I don't think I'd be so disgraced with you. But you brought that in immediately now. after Hobnob. Yeah, no regrets. You're a, sh- you're a, you're a shitbag, my friend. <laughs> I'm, just, uh, I'm not even looking at you now. I'm just, I'm just dreaming of those rich tea biscuits. I don't, don't want to look at you anymore. <laughs> when I see your face, I'm just like, oh, God, he's boring. I don't know oh. how you do such cool shit, and we have such like awesome conversations, but then you go home and enjoy a rich tea biscuit. Well, I can't have my... I can't have my entire life be, you know, rich and flavourful. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's so much fun. I've got to eat boring stuff just, yeah, just to level I'm myself out. <laughs> you don't want to become God tier of person, do you? Yeah. Oh, I get that. It's like at work, every every day, fish and rice, no sauce, no oh, nothing. My... Yeah. Like tinned sardines and shit. No, no, just like just plain white fish. Fish and a rice cake. Yeah, pretty much. Fish yeah. and a rice cake. Fish, fish, fish and a rice cake. Fish, fish and a rice cake, yeah. <laughs> Maybe some fish. Oh, that is boring. It is. But I can just do it. I don't know why. I can just, just you, churn it out. I suppose you level yourself out quite cool, don't you? Because like you drink top tier drinks. So you'll sit okay. there and you'll enjoy a fucking nice IPA with me and we'll oh, yeah. sit and drink decent beers and that. But then your food's boring. Yes. But then you do really cool shit like. Um, like you're riding your motorbikes and all that sort of shit and all your cool stuff and then that's evened out with your herb garden like everything you do yeah. is just nicely even yeah that's it I'm so cool but I've got my, I got my nerdy I've got, I've got that, my fucking that's it everything in balance that's it mate equilibrium and this is why I'm so perfect because I don't do no nerdy shit no, no, you don't. Yeah. Everything I do is fucking God tier. It is. It is. It must be hard to maintain that, though. The thing is, when you consume so much amazing, this is how you end up fat. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm just in, I'm just a fucking inhaling awesomeness. <laughs> You're not fat at all, mate. Thanks, mate. <laughs> but you are awesome. <laughs> yes! I'm going to go on a diet of awesomeness. Just see, just see how I go. Nah, this oh, this podcast is going to take a fucking turn, mate. No, we don't want to need that. Oh, bless him. Um, do you know what I've not heard in so fucking long and I'm well up for? Go on. A jingle. Oh, it has been a while. <laughs> while. We're smash, <laughs> smashing out the jingles today. <laughs> I just want to say in the podcast, there might be occasions where I... There might be the odd little silence because my child does not want to go to sleep tonight. Yeah. Uh, and we have just had a, a moment where we've had to pause up and sort of get back to bed and all that sort of stuff. So if I do sound a little bit off, I'm trying to work it around the podcast. She's normally really good, to be fair to she's her. She's banging normally. I think it's because she said to me when I put her to bed a minute ago, she goes, why didn't you tell me Ryan was coming? <laughs> I was like, sorry, mate. That's I a didn't, fair question. I didn't know I had to. I'll be honest. Like, I, I know in future. Yeah. So I think she might be okay now. Now she knows your age. She knows what we're doing. I think we're going to be fine. Yeah. So. This is fucking awesome. We're about to do a 60-second recommendation. And last week, we put it out to people to send them in. Yeah. So obviously, we're going to still carry on doing them if we come across anything cool, but we want a pretty decent back catalogue, a few in our um, a few in our trunk that we can just pull out and be like, Absolutely. this is what we got. Yeah. Uh, and straight in was Goss. 
Yeah, we asked him, didn't we? We asked him to do um, one for us, which he'll obviously talk about in a moment. Um, But he got it to us pretty quick. I've also had a few other people saying that they've got theirs or they're going to do one for us. Amazing. I got got one the other day from my friend uh, Jack, and uh, he said, I've done it, but it's a minute and three, and I don't want you to cut me off. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to redo it. (laughs) We did say we'd be harsh. We will. And we'll cut it at, at 60 seconds. But... I'm quite happy with how Goss has done it because I, he sent me in. It's like an hour, uh, an hour, a minute, <laughs> an hour. He, the rest of the episode he is by like Goss. He does like to talk, Goss, doesn't he? <laughs> so it's a minute 30, some 36, I think it is, but he sort of like just intros himself and what's going on. He's like, thank you to us, which I think is really cool. He had his own stopwatch there. It is 60 seconds. I've, I've tested it. I've tried yep. it and tested it. Um, so before we get into it, Drew Flanagan, you handsome, handsome mother fluffer. Sing us in, baby. 60 second recommendations into the pod shot is presentation. Music, film, even serial. 60 seconds recommending. Listen close, it's not never ending. And here's Goss with the 60-second recommendation. Hey, guys. What an honour it is to be called upon to give the first dial-in listener 60-second recommendation. I'm here to talk through a film that I've been recommending for a while, and that film is Metal Lords. So with that in mind, and my stopwatch at the ready, my 60 seconds starts now. So as Sam said in the last episode, this is a coming-of-age film. It centres around a character called Hunter, who persuades his friend Kevin to join forces and form a metal band with the aim of winning a school battle of the bands. The catch? Kevin is not metal. Like, at all. Uh, And is kind of what we would say is a marching band geek and is being introduced and coached into the metal world by Hunter. The film in itself is fun. It's funny and has a banging soundtrack with lots of classic metal tracks. Uh, The film, like the music genre, is very much you get it or you don't. But it's always worth the watch at 97 minutes long. So Sam, it's for you. Written by D.B. Wise, off of Game of Thrones, and Tom Morello, off of Rage Against the Machine, serving as executive music producer, it's right up my street and hopefully yours. With a whole host of cameos, it caters to the metal and non-metal heads alike. It is available on Netflix, so it shouldn't be difficult in finding it. With that, that is my 60 seconds up and done. And that is your recommendation. Keep up the great work, guys. I'll be listening to you next week. Well, Goss. That was amazing. That was fucking great, wasn't it? That was so good. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. So we did have our stopwatch out as well. Um, we're looking at about 60 and a half seconds. So you've got half a second. Half <laughs> us. Um, you started a little bit early. I and did. It came up at one second over, but we are completely okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. And a great yeah. recommendation. Yeah. So you've only seen half this film, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. I've not finished it yet. Um, I did watch it all. Now, I think Goss's um, sort of talk about it there was pretty spot on. Mm-hmm. It is coming of age. It is just for nonsense really it's not something i go out of my way to recommend to people in like you have to watch this film yes but it is fun my issue with it is is so the guy who's not metal turning metal is a drummer 
and there's some really good drum montage scenes. Yeah. But I've seen fucking Whiplash. Yeah, you said that. I think you said this last week, didn't <laughs> yeah. you? Like, nothing will ever compare and to hard. Whiplash. But what I'm going to say is, in this film, by, like, the third or fourth sort of montage scene of him playing, it hits home. Right, okay. It does hit home, yeah. I will say, and you do get to point, because he just starts dressing better, like, he's got the cut-offs and he's wearing chains and he's you know for a scrawny lad he's got some fucking muscles yeah. going as he's smashing these bins and I'm like oh, okay yeah, yeah I'm feeling it and you actually get sucked into that energy of, course, of yeah. him playing um, I suppose it's that transition as well isn't it from geeky kid to like you know like cool yeah, rock sort of feel to it exactly um, yeah lo- lots of random twists in it and there's a uh, the very last sort of so it's all about this battle of the bands when they play in the battle of the bands where they end up with like a cello player who is the love interest in the film yeah she's brilliant because she's just off a rocker she's on meds because she like it struggles with her like anger and she's always smashing shit up and right but she plays beautiful cello and the whole film he's trying to get this celloist into the band but the the main guy who's like the full metal dude's like cello isn't metal get fucked and the last that battle of the bands is banging is it that's cool oh god yeah with the celloist in it as well right. I, I love cello and metal yeah i, I really enjoy it, I just yeah, think it, it adds cool. something really fucking special to it but yeah it's it's good and goss isn't wrong the soundtrack just the music in it is fucking outstanding i didn't realize tom morello had anything to do with it no me neither i am a big tom morello fan so um yeah thank you goss i i, I pretty much agree with everything you say there yeah that was, that was that was banging that was a great recommendation um lots of information i think goss did really well there got a lot in there in 60 seconds because it's not easy when you're on the clock it's not easy and how like you and me sound so rushed doing it he sounded so relaxed so, and calm. so calm and got so much information yeah and, and i'll be honest with you goss this is why we got the stopwatch out because it was like there's no way this is 60 seconds no you are too relaxed and too chilled and getting too much information <laughs> yeah. into this for it to be 60 seconds we need to check this but absolutely bang on mate yeah um, and so you have just schooled us in our own fucking bit absolutely yeah well, you, well we, we won't be doing them anymore we'll just leave it to you guys to yeah. do so guys please if you like that please send us one in like i say we've got a few people coming to us saying that they're going to do us one we will to start off with start reaching out to people that we know want to be involved and would like to do one and ask them to send them in um but please just if you see something that you love just get it to us. Or even if you just want to write us a little recommendation of what you think, we'll, yeah. read, we'll read it out. What, yeah, whatever you want. And like, <laughs> you know, like the jingle says, music, film, even serial. Exactly. We will have a 60 second recommendation about anything. Exactly. Um, you, yeah. you, if you want to give us a 60 second recommendation on why Rich T's a shit, we'll take it. We will take it. I mean, you won't need 60 seconds, but we'll take it. Yeah, I mean... There's no guarantee we'll always play all the recommendations. <laughs> Listen, all this shit comes through to me, mate, and, yeah, and, and I do the editing. <laughs> that is true. I hope you listen to our episodes back, mate, because I change your voice in half of them. You have like an alien voice yeah, for half I, of I don't them. actually feature, do I? I just cut words out, so it's like, oh, I smell. <laughs> Oh god, I want to do that yeah, so much. Yeah. I just, you, I just saw the the light in your eyes, like glint. Then, like, oh shit, that's a good idea. I'm the thing, do that. the thing is, you know me too well, and you know I can't be asked. Yeah, it's yeah, a great idea. Saving grace. Yeah, it's you know I'm too lazy to sit there and fucking listen through hours of content just to find you saying I and smell. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I ain't gonna do when it. When we can just go, do you find a game of Rocket League? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Just, just say the word smell for me now. <laughs> Smell. Yeah, got it. <laughs> right, what time are we on? Right, 35 minutes in, I know where it is. <laughs> I'm going to write that down quick. 
So that's it. Sorry, I've got a little bit of a frog in my throat. Let me take some water here, mate, because I'm, I'm struggling a bit today. Oh, no. Mm. Got a cold? Or just... just I have. Yeah. So little internal coughing and splurting and everything. And um, obviously kids have no way of knowing that they have to cover the mouth other than, you know, was telling them every fucking time. Yeah. But you yeah. just get coughed in and sneezed in your mouth constantly. And unfortunately, I couldn't get to sleep last night. So I, like, I laid with her for an hour while she, while she fell asleep. And uh, yeah, just breathing in my face. Mm, and oh, God. Unavoidable. Yeah, so I woke up this morning feeling like shit. And although it's freezing cold outside, I'm wearing the Udi and I'm sweating my tits off. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Should have worn a shit. <laughs> the Udi looks great, though. It does, doesn't it? All those burgers on it. All the, oh, making me hungry for burgers. Yeah, me too. Right, so that's it from uh, Drew Flanagan's music and all the jingles. Or is it? Or is it? We haven't got one yet. Yeah, right, yeah. So, <laughs> it is. It actually is. <laughs> so we have another bit. We, we do. We have another segment that we're bringing in that I am so fucking excited for. Me too. I'm really looking forward to this one. It, it's going to be brilliant. And the thing is, it's it's quite a long process. So it's going to take a couple of months for us to get through each sort of like part of the segment. Yes, Which definitely. I'm really looking forward to. Um, Drew, if you want to do as a jingle for this, do one. I'm also going to have a fuck about on uh, on audition and see if I can come up with like some random like Rocky Balboa type shit yeah you know, i think like, that'll work really well just see what we can come up with but drew if you've got something send send it in. always send us always. music he is working on top five at the minute and he said he's really struggling y- yeah he said that to me as well yeah which is fine which is fine mate just uh, if you can you can if you can't do it yeah, <laughs> yeah. just fucking do it exactly All right because no one's gonna say it shit because we love everything you do absolutely so tell us ryan tell us tell us about this new segment so the new segment we've come up with a name Actually, technically, Drew did. He did, yeah. He, yeah, said, he did. Yeah, he said we, it. we came up with a concept, didn't have a name, and then I think we said it to him, and he said, suggested The Eliminator. The Eliminator. So the premise of this new segment is that we wanted a bit of a competition between some of the stuff that we watch. Mm. Obviously, we do a lot of top fives, we do a lot of recommendations, but what we wanted to do was basically almost like a, a competition to see to get a, a, a champion or a winner of a certain category or genre. Yeah. A round-robin battle. Absolutely, yeah. So what we thought we'd do is almost like a World Cup <clears throat> mm-hmm. format or yep. like, you know, like a, a major competition, knockout competition. So we're going to en- enter 16, I don't know, what would you say? 16... It, it could be 16 action films, could be 16 albums. Yep. It's not going to be... 16 TV shows. And it could <clears throat> be quite as specific as we want this to be. And obviously, if, if you guys have got suggestions for the next one, you know, give us ideas because we're looking forward to it. So each week we'll pick two names from our 16 at random from a hat and then they, they will face off at each other in the next episode. Yeah. So this. So what we started with, we thought we'd do a nice one that can appeal to everyone and it's quite easy to do because we've seen it all. Yeah. We've picked our top 16 Marvel MCU films. Yes. Marvel Cinematic Universe films. Just as we came up with a list, didn't we? <clears throat> yeah, there's nothing really. We didn't bother looking online or what other people think. I think when it comes to MCU, people's opinions are very similar, really. With a, with a lot of the key ones, I think. Yeah, there's only going to be a few in there that I think you guys might disagree on. Me and Ryan wrote ours out at the exact same time, was typing them to each other at the same time, weren't we? Yeah. We, we only have three different. Three different from 16. I, and if I'm honest with you, there's only one in yours where I was like, look, I don't believe that should be in there. The yep. others, I was like, yeah, yeah, they yep. fit in. There was only one that I was a bit like, if we talk about it, I'll slag it off because I yeah. think it's not a great and, film. And, and we sort of said about the three that we've varied 
on, apart from that that one that that you didn't like. We weren't very overly precious about them. No, no, it was quite like, yeah, they're all fucking banging. So Yeah, so we just came up with our 16 personal favourites. Like I said, we didn't put lots of time into this because I think a lot of them you know already. But the point of this is we're going in with 16 of the the top MCU films. And by the end of it, we're going to have a winner. We are going to have a champion, the best MCU film and each week we'll pick two names out of a hat and we'll talk about it in the following week at which one is winner, which one is better, and they'll go into the next round. So we'll start off with like quarter, well, last 16, then it'll be the quarterfinals, semifinals, and a final. Yeah. So this will last eight eight weeks. Yeah. Is that right? Is it My eight? Math. So yeah, 16, 16 half of that would be eight, then four, then, then two, then one. So about, no, it'll be about 12 weeks. So, um, what we'll do is we'll obviously what we'll do at the end of this episode or at the end of this section, we'll pick two names and then, but we want you guys to get involved as well. So we'll put, that's up, the whole point of this segment. Yeah. It's not just me and you deciding. We want you guys to get involved as well. So we'll put a poll up each week. Who do you think is, you know, which is, which is the best film? Which is your favorite? Which one of these films deserves to go through to the next round? We'll do a poll and we'll do a post. So get yourself on the poll and then also on the post, give us your reasons why you pick which one that you like. But there are stipulations. So what we're going to say is, <clears throat> if the poll comes out that one beats the other 68 to 32, that is the winner. That counts to 49% of the vote. Yes. Me and Ryan get majority vote, so yep. we get 51%. So if me and Ryan completely disagree with what you guys came up with, and we vote for the other one, that one will win. Yes. We get host privileges because it's our podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but obviously if me and Ryan differ, then whoever got the majority vote from our listeners will win. Yes. So that's kind of what it's, I think we're going to be quite, on this one, I think it might be quite similar. There's going to be some fucking hard ones because could you imagine if fucking Ragnarok came up against Civil War. Oh, I mean, straight away, if that came up, like, it's going to be so difficult. I absolutely love both of those films. Exactly. And like, just think about it now. I don't know. Off the top of my head, I don't know which one I'm picking. Mm-hmm. So I'll have to definitely think about that. And that's going to be close. So it's going to, that one will come right down to the wire. Yeah. So, and that's why it's going to be, that's why we need your guys' help. Yes, definitely. So please keep an eye on the social media. And we say this over and over and over again. It takes two minutes, guys. We are so close. I think we're only about four away from 100 followers on Instagram. Amazing. So we'd really like to get that up. Facebook is lacking a little bit. But I'll be honest with you, most people sort of talk to us through Instagram, which is fine. Yeah. Twitter, we are very, very new to Twitter. So if you could follow us on there, just get us a bit of traction as well. That'd be great. So get on that now. If you're listening, you're not doing anything, and you don't follow us on all three of these platforms, please follow. They will be on all four of the platform, all three of the platforms. <clears throat> so please, it's going to be really shit if all three of the platforms have different answers. It is, yeah. We'll just have to take all the percentages and figure it out. We'll figure way. it out. We'll work it. Like, like this, this is a new segment. It's going to be a little bit trial and error for the first one. That's why we thought we'd do quite a nice, easy topic. Marvel films. Most people have seen Marvel, so pretty much, you know, hopefully you guys can get involved with this because you'll have seen most of them, if not all of them. I oh, have God, thought. yeah. Uh, I, think, I think at this stage, most people, if you're not into it, you've not seen any. Yeah. Or think, yeah. there's a couple you haven't seen. Because <clears throat> for me, it was only up until recently that I watched Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh, really? It was one that just flew me by. Yeah. 
And I just never got around to it. And I kept forgetting. I was like, I don't need to watch that. I need to watch that. Yeah. Finally got around to it. Um, we will put out there now. Uh, we have not seen Wakanda Forever. Is that the new one? That's Yeah, Black Panther 2. Neither of us have seen that yet. So that It's called Wakanda Forever. It's not, is it? What's it called? Yeah, Wakanda Forever. Is it? I, I'm thinking, because I've spoken about the board game now, I'm fucking questioning it in my head. Yeah, no, it's it Wakanda is, Forever. Yeah, so so we've not seen that, so it could be one of the best, but we've not seen it. So and so it could... doesn't feature in our list. Yeah. yeah. And obviously, if, you know, there's probably going to be films that you think should deserve to be number one that or in the list that's not in our top 16, but... Tell us. Yeah, tell <clears> us which ones you think should have made should have made the cut, but we will we'll put the, the, the full list out as well yeah. so you can see what the competition is and then... You know, sort of picturing, you know, like a wall chart that you get. Yeah, yeah, through, yeah. Like the World Cup or whatever. Yeah. And then each time it's knockout, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll try and do try and knock something like that up. Yeah, I'll see what I can come up with. I've tried doing this before and it was hard work. Yeah. Um, but I'll be able to find some templates and fuck we'll, about it. We'll we'll, we'll we'll play around with it. Yeah, definitely. So, do you want to give us the top sixteen MCU films that will feature in the Eliminator? Eliminator. Sure. Um, I've got them written down here. They are in no order whatsoever. We we threw them all in the um, wrote them down, cut them up, put them in there in the box earlier to, to pick out to random. <laughs> forgot which which ones we'd pick, so we picked them all out at random. So this list, in no particular order, is our top sixteen MCU films that will be battling it out for the number one spot. So we've got Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness, Ant Man, nice Spider Man: Homecoming. Avengers Infinity Infinity War, Doctor Strange, Thor Ragnarok, Captain America Winter Soldier, Iron Man, Avengers Endgame, Avengers, Shang-Chi, and The Legend of the Seven Rings? Seven Rings, yeah. Black Panther, Captain America Civil War, Guardians of the Galaxy, Captain America, the first Avenger, I want to say that is? It was the first Avenger, yes. And Spider-Man No Way Home. So throughout the Eliminator, every time we do it, it's going to be a bit hard if we're doing it for fucking TV shows, which because we originally spoke about that, didn't we? Yes. But it's a hard one to do first. <clears throat> um, I'm go- I don't know about you, but I'm going to rewatch the films. Oh, I will, got, yeah. Because it- however many days between recording sessions, because we do it weekly now, that I'm just going to blast them both out in one night just to give me an idea of, oh, shit, I never picked up on that. Or yeah. that actually does lack a little bit compared to this one so i'm quite looking forward to going back and watching 16 yeah, marvel yeah films me too because a lot of these like those marvel films i've not seen some of them for years especially some of like the early early mm. ones um and even some of the new ones you know like i don't know just picking one out random like shang chi I, I think the last time i watched that was when it came out in the cinema and, yeah. I, re- and I really really enjoyed it i've only seen it once yeah. and you know so much so that it's made our list yeah exactly you know, so i really want to go back and watch those sort of films as well so this will be I think it's going to be hard. I think it's going to be there's some weeks. I think some weeks will be easier than others. It's just going to be depending on what, what, who comes up against what. Definitely. And, and, and again, without putting it on you guys, well, fuck it. We are putting it on you guys. We, we, we say this every week. We do this for you guys. Yep. We love having the conversations with you, getting you guys involved. And it's just nice. So we are putting it on you that this is only going to work if you guys get involved. Yes. So please give us your vote. Give us your opinions. Let us know because we need you and we just yeah. think this is a really cool obviously it's been done a thousand times we're not coming up with the, the new wheel or the new slice no, bread exactly this has been done a thousand times before we just think that's what this podcast needs yeah we, we like getting yeah getting you guys involved and this is a perfect way to generate discussions i think definitely top five's done that really well up to now yes so loads of people send us top fives every week which is amazing please keep doing that now we've got 60 second recommendations coming in from you guys so let's let's try this out 
bit of competition always brings out the best in people as well. Definitely. So people are precious about certain things. You know, if it's if it's films or TV or or music or whatever, if you if you love it. I know I do. I, I get passionate about it and I want to defend it and I want to say why it's great. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole point of this podcast in a lot of ways. It's always some of the, some of the things we're like recommending. It's like, because we love those things. We love that, that, that nerdy and pop culture stuff. Of course. And I suppose this is where you guys come in is if me and Ryan really are passionate about a film separately, we need, we can't, we'll never come up with an agreement. We'll never decide, okay, this one wins. Yes. So that's why we need you. We need you guys to, we're like, we're going to have such a shit week where neither of us agree and we got 50-50 on the votes. Oh, it's going to be hard. That's what I mean. Some weeks it's going to be tough. I'm just quitting the podcast at that stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone we'll let me just down. malfunction. <laughs> <and they're saying>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Our brains will melt. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm really looking forward to this. So do you want to, seeing as I saw your skills of picking things out of a hat, Okay. The other day, and yeah. it was fucking good. I Thanks. mean, you got your sister out, out of the prize giveaway. I did, so yeah. You, yeah. You've obviously got some skill, haven't you? Well, well sure, I think, do you know what we should do? In the interest of fairness, I think we should pick one each. Oh, okay, I like that. Yeah. That is fair. Also, Jess, if you're listening, can we have some pictures of you with your new gear, please? Yeah, I mean, I've still not given it to her yet, but... <laughs> <laughs> I've not seen her yet. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I will get it to her. So, Ryan, if you would like to pick the first film that is going to enter the Eliminator... Eliminator, round one. So... Dun, dun, dun. We have got... Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange versus The Avengers. Oh, the first, the first Avengers, Avengers film. The first Doctor Strange Amazing. Well, we'll keep them to one side. I'm going to seal up the magic box. <laughs> this With is the a, rest of the names. Yeah, this is a very expensive wooden um, box that kind of puts an enchantment on it so no one can get right. in it yeah. in between. Um, yeah. it's, uh, it also holds carrot sticks and grapes, according to the picture. Oh, nice. Yeah. Versatile, though. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so that can sit there. We are doing Avengers versus Doctor Strange first. So... Get ready, get looking out for the posts. I'll probably be banging it out. Well, we've not decided what day we're going to record yet. So, no, we'll um, put it out tomorrow, uh, tomorrow or probably. Tuesday. T- tomorrow or Tuesday, yeah. The earlier we get it out, the better. So, if you guys don't listen to this till Wednesday, it's probably already been out. Um, and we won't take the very final vote until the moment we're about to record. Yes. So, if you've heard this and you think you've missed, you haven't, go and do the poll. Absolutely. And we'll take it from the moment we click record. Because, you know, <clears throat> unfortunately, we've had to do the last couple of weeks on a Sunday. We can't always do that with us having work the next day and mm-hmm. taking kids to school and blah, blah, blah. So it might only be four or five days until we record next. But yeah, I'll get this out tomorrow yeah. and we'll see what we can do. Fan fucking time. I'm so excited for the I'm, I'm really excited for it. Um, it's just something different. A bit, yeah. of, a bit, a bit of healthy competition. Yeah, a yeah, bit, yeah. Bit of discussion, bit of debate. Um, I think it'll be fun. Yeah, and a, another jingle. And again, a- another jingle. We and just... again, it's just something else that we've not got to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just another another twenty seconds of a podcast where yeah. we haven't got to talk. This is why the podcast episodes are getting longer and longer because we're just <laughs> flooding it full of more and more jingles, <laughs> which is fantastic. Really, people, what people want to hear is the jingles, not us. Yeah, I think so. so. We should still keep it an hour and just have fifty minutes worth of jingles, and eventually we'll just have to like release. The, into the podcast album well, and of just the jingles. Well, weirdly enough, you know, I was talking to the Utopia Project the other day, so the guys that we did the live stream with, good friends of ours, um, and some people, because they have a music bed and they have jingles for everything they do that they wrote themselves. Okay. Um, I know you're so, a fan they, of some of them, aren't they? They're amazing. They, they are they amazing. They are so cool. And a few people's gone to them and been like, how do we get you music? 
Really? Yeah, I can I can believe it because it, it's it's so cool. Yeah. So they're, so there's looking into they're going to put it on Spotify as an album. Nice. But it's too expensive to do that. So what they're going to do is they're just going to make the music and put it on like a playlist on YouTube. Oh yeah. So okay. they just play one after each other. Yeah. So, which nice. I think is cool as shit. That I'd, is cool. I'd love that for us. Yeah. If same. it wasn't so expensive, we'd definitely have an album on Spotify. Yeah. That'd be so cool. Could you imagine, can you imagine it? <laughs> Jingles on my into the podcast. <laughs> Outstanding. Fuck it. Basically. It's just music from fucking Drew that we're getting paid for. (laughs) (laughs) He's not getting a cut. He gets free advertising from us. What a great business model we've got here. It's great business model. Get everyone else to work and rake it in. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Okay, so you wanted to have a little chitty chat about something, didn't you, pal? I did. I did. What you got for us? So, trying to keep it current. Mm Mm-hmm. As uh, we've been talking about, this week it's been the Golden Globes. It has indeed. A lot of people were shouting out to get Ricky Gervais back, weren't they? Were they? Yeah. I can believe it because he is hilarious. I'm I'm a big fan of Ricky Gervais. Yeah, so I didn't watch the Golden Globes and I didn't see the opening monologue, but I know it took a bit of criticism. Um, But then I suppose Ricky Gervais is very controversial, isn't he? He he is very controversial. And some of the stuff he says is very close to the bone, as much as I love it. Yeah. I think it's oh, fucking great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> say what you got to say, bro. Like, really rip these bastards down. Yes. It is close to the bone and it's quite cringe. Like, ooh. Yeah, yeah so, definitely. I um, bet he gets tired. It was his decision to not do it again, wasn't it? Yeah, he said, this is me done, yeah. I'm, I'm not surprised. He always gets he always gets flack. Oh, big and, time. You know, from it. Um, he doesn't give a fuck, though, does he? he Let's doesn't, be honest. He doesn't. And, but yeah, obviously the, the Golden Globes, it sort of disappeared for like, was it last last couple of years at least? You know, yeah. lots of controversy, lot, lacking of diversity, you know, there's been... so. I feel, but I do feel like this year, you know, I don't know what, what you think, but it feels like it's back in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. I feel like the, I don't, I don't know if they've addressed that. I don't really want to get into the politics of it, but I just know yeah. it's, this, this year is the one where it's been back, like publicized a lot. Yeah. Like it used to be. If you are into the politics of golden globes, don't talk to us about it. Yeah. Cause we're not here for that. No, we just, we just want to appreciate the people that won that like so people got nominated because there's some r- amazing films that have come out and, yeah, and TV course. shows. And we just wanted to focus on that a little bit. Your golden globes is normally your guesstimate for the Oscars. Isn't it, it is. Yes. So, and one of the main reasons I wanted to speak about this was because obviously a couple of weeks ago I gave my big <laughs> shout out to my to my boy Austin Butler, AB, um, who's played Elvis in the Elvis biopic. And I, I was, I think it was just after Christmas that we did that episode, and I was you know singing his praises, saying that he was phenomenal in it, and he'd be my tip to get the Oscar for for best actor. Yeah. I wasn't aware of the Golden Globe nominations at that point, but he'd been nominated for Best Actor in a Drama. And mm-hmm. he only went and bloody well won it, didn't yeah, he? But of course he did, mate. Because Golden Globes listened to this fucker. Yeah, of course And they, they just do. went, shit, Austin Butler, we forgot about him yeah, as well. Yeah, quick, let's get him in. Get him in. Fat fuck it, you can have it. Yeah, yeah. So, um... So he's still my my, my top he's tip. So tip. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep an eye on him throughout uh, throughout award season and and see how he gets on. Um, so I'm going to let the listeners into a little secret here. Before we started recording, Ryan uh, tried to justify wanting to talk about this by saying, you know, I just think it'd be really cool because I've made that like estimate, uh, that estimation a few weeks back and it'd be quite cool to sort of go through as it's happening and, and see where the estimation comes through. And I was like, dude, you just want to talk about him because you're fucking fancy him. He's a beautiful man. <laughs> he's, such, like, he's such a beautiful like, man. But we're not here to see whether the outcome is he wins an Oscar. We're here to see if the outcome is you two fuck. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, I just, I'm just going to keep, 
I don't think. I don't, does he have social media? I think he's got Instagram. I see now. So we'll have to just follow him and like we'll, we'll comment on it. Or you know, just, I'm sure just, our, watch my, watch our relationship bloom. Just <laughs> in all the comments, just do this little kissy face thing. I've got yeah. tattooed on my arm. Just everything he puts, just yeah. kissy face. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> from into the podcast <laughs> yeah it's just an excuse for me to just google him like every week and uh, in the, you know because it's in the interest of um of course of research and then when research. claire's like why do you keep looking at austin butler you're like babe I'm, I'm in a fucking we're like the third biggest podcast in the world at this moment yeah i'm, I'm in an austin butler podcast it's yeah. called into the butler <laughs> <laughs> i can't wait to talk about jared butler <laughs> White House down, bitches. No, was he in that? What's yeah. the other one he was in? Was he in that? Yeah, he was, yeah. What's the other 300. one? Olympus has fallen, the one I was thinking. Oh, right. in that, was he? No. Which one was he in? Oh, no, was it? I can, you know, I can never fucking remember. Which was the one with... No, because it was Olympus had fallen, then it was something else had fallen, then London had fallen. That is the one with Justin Butler. White House down was... Um... Why has my mind gone blank? I can't remember who it was. From, not not from Jared 21 Butler. Jump Street. Oh, Channing Tatum. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. 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 God, I, I love Channing Tatum as well. Yeah. He's just taken to cameo in and being really fucking weird in films. I, I, love I, him. I know, yeah. It's I so, love it. It's like so when mad. he shows up in uh, uh, The End of the World, is yes. it? Yes. Um, oh, what's it called? It is the, it, I know which one you mean. It's the Apocalypse One with like. Yeah. Um, James Franco, James Franco and all that. And, and, all, and, 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 all them, and yeah. he's James Franco's fucking. No, he's um, Danny. He's uh, gimpy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> so fucking, random. He's so so cool. random. Um, but I appreciate that in an actor that just is prepared to have a, have just a laugh take and just take the piss. Like, don't yeah. take themselves too seriously. Yeah, exactly. That's great. Um, but going back to the Golden Globes, yes. Um, there was two two films that really came away like the big winners. They had a lot of nominations and got a lot of wins, and it was two films that. I th- you'd seen them both beforehand. Yeah. They were both on my list and have been on my list for a while. And so it's an excuse to talk about them, really. Yeah. So we're going to do a bit of a chat about about both of them, go through some of the awards that they won, and just, just do a little bit of a little bit of a dive into into these two films yeah, and, and see what we th- think about them. Absolutely. So there's certain things that I get really excited to talk to you about because we don't discuss anything beforehand. So if we've seen a film, we we it, from day one... We knew not to ask each other. And I really like that. We knew that chemistry was there. Of, don't ask the other person what they think. Yes. Because we will talk about it on the podcast. And I really want to see your fucking genuine opinion. So obviously it came out when we did the episode where we gave each other films to watch. Yep. Um, so I was really interested to see what you thought of them. I was really interested what you thought of Barbarian. We went to cinema together for fuck's sake. And we didn't I know, talk we about it. We didn't talk about it afterwards. <laughs> we all. literally just like walked silent. out of the cinema. And it was just sat in, in silence. Just went, walked to our cars like... Right, talk to you on the podcast about that. <laughs> see, you, see you later. Um, but I've not been as as excited as I am to talk to you about this. I'm, in fact, that excited that I nearly started talking about it before we clicked. I know, yeah. I? You started. And I started talking and I went, Sam, shut the fuck up. Yeah, Just, I know. Let's get on. So I, I have an idea of what you think about these films. There's mm-hmm. two that we're going to look at, um, but I'm not sure. So I, yeah, I, I'm I'm same as you. I'm very excited. So should we, should we get into it? Yeah, so do you want me to introduce the films? Yeah, go for it. So the two films we're going to talk about, and um, so I'll say what they are, then you can say what awards they won, and we'll get into them individually after that. So the two films we're going to talk about are Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, yep. which is on Amazon Prime it's at the on moment. on Amazon Prime, yes. So it's on Amazon Prime, and the other one, which is also, no, 
This is on Disney. It's on it? Disney. This is on Disney, which is Banshees of Inisherin. Yes. So tell us what happened at the Golden Globes of these two films. So lots and lots of nominations for both. Um, so if we start with everywhere, everything, everywhere, everywhere all, all at You know once. what? I, I always get that mixed up. Oh, I do. I, I've said it wrong so many times. That and the unbearable weight of massive talent. Yeah. I, it yeah. took me fucking forever to remember what they were called. I know. Well, they came out at like the same time and yeah. I didn't catch them both when they came out. Obviously, we talked about unbearable weight of massive talent not that long Two ago. Two weeks ago, yeah. But um, yeah, Golden Globe. So everything, everywhere, all at once. Um it, it got two wins in the end. Ki Hui Kwan won for Best Actor in a Supporting Role. Mm-hmm. And who's he for people that don't know? So most famously, he is known as Short, Short Round in Indiana Jones and yeah. the Temple of Doom. Yeah. Um, he's also in The Goonies, isn't he? He is. I've not seen The Goonies yet, um, which, again, I think we spoke about before. We have, yeah. Um, but then he sort of disappeared, didn't he? Sort mm-hmm. of like, I think he did a few acting, but then just sort of disappeared, doesn't do acting anymore. I'm not sure what he does. No. Um, but when he popped up in this, I was like, oh my God, I, I recognise you. It's and then adult I, short round. It's, I, yeah, because he looks so similar. He sounds yeah. very similar. Um, so should we talk about the film and then get into these or how, how do you want to do it? Um, I'll, I'll tell you what, tell, tell us what it won. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and any nominations, Redfin, and then fuck it, let's get into it. Let's and let's get into it. it, and then we could talk about like some of the people if if we felt like they deserved the win and stuff. Yeah, of course. So, yeah, Ki Hui Kwan won for Best Actor in a Supporting Role. Mm-hmm. Michelle Yeoh won for Best Actress in a Motion Picture, Absolutely Musical or Comedy. Deserved it, yeah. So they were, the, they were the two winners, but it was nominated for loads. Best Director, Best Motion Picture, Best Performance. Jamie Lee Curtis was in it. <clears throat> she got nominated as well for Best Actress in a Supporting Role. Really? Best Screenplay. Okay. Um... So lots of nominations and a couple of wins. Very um, surprised I didn't get best screenplay. I am. Well, we'll talk about that in a, in a, in All a little right, bit. All right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, we'll see what see what it lost out to. So do you want to talk about what the film is? What what the <clears throat> what the uh, the synopsis is? Oh, How? God, yeah. Give me. I, am, I don't want to. Because <laughs> it's really really hard. So again, for the listeners, just a little deep deep fucking dive into my mind and ryan doesn't know this whenever i get to a film that i'm not sure how to describe it i wait until we're recording and then go ryan give us a synopsis <laughs> and it's just well, fucking got me back <laughs> no, yeah. oh god so everything everywhere all at once is it's like it's a multiverse type film yep so Michelle, yeah, it is Yeo, isn't it yeah i'm not sure i'm at the yeah Yeo. i'm not i don't know the exact pronunciation so i Apologies if, yeah, we, if we're butchering if we're that. Wrong. But Michelle, yeah, so she um, is a family woman. She's got a daughter. She's got a husband. They work in, they own like a laundrette. Yeah. Um, seems quite unhappy in life. It, it, it's like, so the husband keeps trying to talk to her about a divorce, doesn't yes. he? Like, like the whole way through, he keeps trying to talk to her, but she's like, we ain't got time for this, we ain't got time for this, move on. She's really sort of distracted because her dad's come into town and like real traditional family, everything's got to be right. I think it's his birthday that she's sort of prepping for. <clears throat> yeah, so she wants to throw like a traditional um, party for him. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, they go to the tax office. Yep. Uh, which is where we first come across Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes. She plays like the tax woman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and basically the tax woman's like, you fucked up everything. You are fucking claiming tax on everything. Yes. A yeah. karaoke, karaoke machine. machine. Karaoke machine. Like literally anything she does that she wants, that she buys, she puts it on like the business. 
Yeah. Um, and then tries to claim tax, like tax back off of it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and she's basically told like, you're going to get fucked. You're going to lose your business if you carry on. Blah, blah, blah. You like, you go could, away. Like you could go to jail, that yeah. sort of level. Go away, sort it out. You've got 24 hours to go. Then it all just fucking kicks off. Then, it, then, then, yeah. then a version of a husband, a husband just keeps snapping in and out of consciousness and becoming basically her husband from an alternative dimension who is telling her, you can jump to different dimensions. Yeah. We desperately need you because I can't remember what the bad guy's name is. uh, Jobu Tabaki. Jobu Tabaki is coming. You are the one that can stop Jobu Tabaki. Jobu Tabaki is like this big evil that's going around destroying all the different universes and, uh, you know, is searching for something. And we are searching for the right version of Michelle Yeoh's character um, I because can't remember her name. Yobu Tabaki is basically looking for this version of her. She's gone uh, around yeah. all these fucking different dimensions, killing different versions of her. Yeah. You are the one. She's You are the one that can stop her because yeah. you are the one she's after. Evelyn, her name, her character's name Evelyn. is Evelyn, yeah. So Evelyn, she's coming for you, this this great evil. Um, I don't think it's a spoiler, so I'm going to say it because it happens very early on. The uh, Yobu Tabaki is her daughter. Yes. So as as the sort of film starts, um, her daughter seems to be quite unhappy. She is in a gay relationship um, with with I can't remember the actress's name. If you've got it in front of you, um, which which one? The daughter. Uh, the daughter's girlfriend. The actress name. Yeah. Tally Medal. Yeah. Um, and she seems quite unhappy. Again, traditional. She keeps referring to her as a friend, not as a girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she wants to be introduced to like the like the granddad because I think the mo- the mum and dad like Evelyn and what's the dad called Way Waymond they're like quite accepting but like you know traditional like Chinese values and stuff so then she doesn't re- introduce her to like the granddad um, so it's all yeah families families a mess personal life's a mess uh, business is a mess everything's it's all over the place isn't it yeah and then. It, yeah, and then it all kicks off, and basically, there's a little thing that you can put in your ear that if you click it and think about something, you can hop to a different dimension or something. A different. So basically, yeah. So this is where it gets absolutely weird. So you almost like have like the little Bluetooth headphones in, mm-hmm. don't they? And they have to do like a random. It's like an, almost like an equation, so they can jump to. Yeah an alternate version of themselves from a different universe. Yeah. So it might, and it's, it's always something ridiculously random. It's like, Oh, pick up this, I don't know, bottle of water. And then like, you know, just start eating it. And yeah. then that'll, that'll trigger. So you can then jump to your alternate version of yourself to pick up skills. Yeah. So she will like, she's always like hopping to different version of self to like pick up. Oh, and in an alternate universe, I am a martial arts expert. So she used picks up those skills, almost borrows them in her universe yeah. to help fight bad, like the villains. Yes. And then she'll like jump to a gymnast that'll help her like, I don't know, backflips back and, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And there's one where she jumps to a universe and she's like a cleaner. Oh no, a um, one of them people that flips signs outside of pizza. Yeah. And she uses that with the martial arts to deflect all this shit going on. Yes. So the idea is that she shit it to start off with, but the idea is that you can hop and know where you're going to get the right skills. Yeah. Because obviously that's what the bad people are doing. They know where she is now, so they are hopping to like Jamie Lee Curtis's character the bad version of her that's after her can hop to the one in this timeline because they know how to do it. Yes. Yeah. It is... 
we're talking in stammers and starts and stops here. One, I don't want to give anything away because there's so much random shit in this film that even just little tiny things I want to say will ruin it. Yes. We'll, we'll just ruin not even the film, just parts of the surprise, yeah. parts of its charm. Um, but it's also very... In fact, fuck it. Someone give me a 60-second recommendation after you go and watch this film oh, yeah. because I try, couldn't do try it. Try your best because, I, I, yeah, I have absolutely... <sighs> shafted you here by, by oh. getting you to try and describe this film because Back it on. is insane it's oh, i'll tell you exactly what this film is it is everything everywhere all of the fucking time yes it's, it is an attack on your senses it was two hours and maybe just over two hours five, is it? i think it was something like that so longish film it fucking needed it with how much is in this film two hours 19 two hours 19 yeah it's it is a lot like even before the multiverse start stuff comes in, even at the start where it's just like the family in the laundromat with the, with the different family dynamics. It's all fast paces and it? it's like, go, go, go. She, she is like a, a woman that's just forever focused. She's never in the, in the present moment. Is it? It's like, right, we've got to sort out. There's a leak in the, uh, in the ceiling and then we've got to go sort out, deal with this customer. And then I've got to go prep this party. And it is so fast and it's yeah. hard to keep up then. And it, let alone before you add in, multiverses hundreds dozens of different multiverses with mad characters and there is so much going on there is um what it does actually that's a really good point what you said about the very beginning before the multiverse comes in have you ever seen the film uncut gems with adam sandler i haven't no that film leaves you feeling so weird now i hate adam sandler yeah i'm not a big fan but this film's fucking brilliant because Everything is so fast-paced, everyone is so loud, and they talk over each other constantly. There's always, like, building work in the background. It is so in your head that you feel uncomfortable watching this film, but it's shot that way. Yes. That I most people could walk away from the film going, fuck, I hated that. It made me, it made me feel like, awful. Yeah. If you can make someone feel that just by the sound in a film, it's genius. And I think that's what this film did really well at the beginning is it's that fast paced. Everything's going on that you're like, what the fuck? What, 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 what? Yeah. Because that's what you're about to, ha- that's what's about to happen. Yes. And I think that was done purposely to be like, fucking, you think this shit's bad. You're going to be just, you think you're confused now. Yeah. Just you wait. Just you wait. And how did you find the film? I fucking loved it. Yeah. I absolutely yeah. loved it. It is off its tits and don't get me wrong. So I am completely against a film that we've had this conversation. I can't remember if we had it on the podcast that you have to watch more than once. Tenet. Perfect example. People go, Oh, you got to watch the film two, three times to really appreciate it. No, I yeah. should watch a film once, enjoy it and then go back and see what I missed. Yes. That's what this film is. I will go back and I will see a thousand things that I missed the next time I watch it. Yeah. Oh yeah. hundred percent. I totally agree. Because that- it's just, I got it. I understood it. It makes fuck all sense. And I can't tell you why, because the whole reason Yobu Tabaku is after Evelyn is so ridiculous. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so like, what are you talking about? Yes. Who wrote this? Yeah. That is just unreal. It's so fucking good in my head. But yeah, like you you get it. You understand it. It's good fun. I can't wait to go. Granted, I'm not going to rush back to it. I will rewatch this film in six months time and see so much more. Yeah, to- I totally agree. I, I, I'm exactly the same as you. I absolutely loved it. I thought it was fantastic. Don't get me wrong. It was a hard watch and you prepped me before because you'd seen it before me and you said, it's a film you need to concentrate on. Do not be looking at your phone. No. Put your fucking phone down. This is, so it's a pre-warning. If you are going to watch this film, you are watching this film. Set a time aside to do nothing but watch this film. I started watching this film whilst 
texting. Yeah. I restarted the film and put the phone down. Yeah. Because I missed so much. I can I can understand why. And it was very confusing, don't get me wrong. So I what my advice to anyone would be just to stick at it. Just persevere. Don't get put off because it will make sense. And even if it doesn't make sense, you could still enjoy it for yeah, what it is. Because it is so silly. It's 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 silly, it's brutal, it's heartfelt. I think it ticked all the boxes for me. I think so as well. It hit so many... I mean, bear in mind this one in comedy slash musical. It was put in the musical slash comedy uh, genre <clears throat> yeah. like for the awards. It is just fucking outstanding. Everyone played their part to a T. Yes. I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis, the fact that she got nominated for her role, I'm not going to say why, but just like the whole time, you're just like, what are you playing? I think... Don't she get me wrong, completely I, converts I, herself in this. I film. have not seen that many Jamie Lee Curtis films. Mm-hmm. I've seen I've seen probably the, the classic ones. You know, obviously like the main Halloween. I've not seen all the Halloweens. You know, like True Lies, things like that. I've seen quite a lot of her films. This to me is the best thing I've ever seen her in. Mm-hmm. She was amazing. She completely converts herself and allows herself to take the piss out of herself yes, her char- in the character she is. She is a ridiculous character. Mm-hmm. And I even turned to Claire at one point, and I, I don't know, she, Jamie Lee Curtis, I can't remember what she was doing exactly, but I was just like, can you believe that this woman was like a huge like sex symbol mm-hmm. for, like, for so long? And then you look at her in this role, it's like, I cannot believe this is the same person because- And she it, looks like the dinner lady that everyone's a bit grossed out by. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she, but she's totally into it. She's so embracing it. And she was fantastic. And she, who she is and what she plays and the character she is and, and, and you know, whether she's angry or sad or in love, completely changes by in in every different like timeline of the multiverse yes yeah which i'm not going to go into and explain how but she plays so many different roles in herself throughout the timelines that you're just like fuck this one she's really happy this one she's in love this one she's sad yeah and actually what i loved was at the end when they had the conversation that everything fits perfectly into who she really is in this timeline absolutely yeah and i totally agree and i think that's the same with all the characters because it's the multiverse Eat, the actors get to play different versions of themselves. So they're all very different. You know, you know, if you go into a world where, you know, you're a bloody action star or whatever, or in this one where you're a, a chef or like this one where you're a celebrity, all the characters are different. So although they a lot have like the same sort of values and stuff, don't they at heart, like you said, um, I bet they had so much fun making this film because they got to play with so many different, d- different characters whilst playing the same character, if that makes sense. Exactly. It's, it's silly. It's smart. It is, yeah. In parts. It's slapstick. Very it's, slapstick in ri- times. It's ridiculous to the point where I, sometimes I was like, what on earth am I watching? It was like a live, in parts, it was watching a live action episode of Rick and Morty. Oh, 100%. There's a scene that I'm not, that I really want everyone to go. I want you to watch it for this one scene where she's fighting four or five guys and they are told, because all of their pieces smash. They have to insert something in something yes, to be yeah. able to travel. That scene is fucking off its tits. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> but it's so good because it's you're so... like, oh no, are you going to... Oh, oh, oh no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> And it's really hard to talk about this because anyone listening is like, what are you on about? Yeah. That is what this film is. If we're talking gibberish, it's because we are just trying just to, I don't know, just to understand what we've watched because the, the film is is like this isn't it it's all over the place and we can't talk about it because we don't want to ruin it it's too new to be able to ruin it yeah. so we, there's so many things you know what 99 percent of the things that we 
fuck it, 100% of the things that we could tell you that would ruin this film wouldn't make it make any more sense. No, yeah, I, it's I totally agree. It's just other fun bits in the film that's that it. you're just like, you for real, that's what they have to get to. That's what she created. That, yeah. What does any of this the, mean? Oh, there's a scene where this happens. You're like, what? Uh, it, even now when I think about it, I, I still can't believe what I've watched. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And like the whole multiverse premise has been done quite a lot recently. You know, obviously, you know, Rick and Morty's been the big one and perhaps done it the best. You know, we had Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. This film should have been called Multiverse of Madness. Oh, 100%, because they made this fucking Multiverse Madness. Doctor Strange did not. No, this Multiverse this multiverse of Madness makes Doctor Strange just look like, a, you know, a day at the park. 100%, yeah. It, it's, it's like you've gone on your holidays to like Filey and you just, oh, I'll go down Scarborough, then I'll go Whitby, then yeah, I, you know, just yeah. these all these little places yeah. around it. That's what that makes it look like. Yeah. This is like backpacking through the fucking arsehole of everywhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just, it's crazy. Um, obviously, Michelle Yeoh won Best Actress at the yeah. Golden Globes. Maybe, you know, tip to win um, or get nominated for an Oscar, which would be amazing. What do you think of her in the in the film? thought she was great. Again, her character, I think she's probably one of the only characters throughout the whole thing that you don't get a, you don't get to see a lot of her multiverse characters, if you get what I mean. Yes. Because she's jumping to herself in a different timeline, she's in her own brain. Yeah. So, okay, she might be like a multi-million fucking record-selling opera singer in one, and then a kitchen chef in another, and then a billboard flipper in another, and then blah, blah, blah. She's still herself from the original timeline because she's jumping so you see michelle yeo's character just in different sets and different bodies yeah um she's on the we follow her don't we as an audience we're on the same journey that her character is and evelyn is because she doesn't have a clue what is going on just like we don't and we are trying to figure it out as well as she is and she plays that perfectly the whole time she hasn't got a fucking clue what's going on i mean I've seen Michelle Yeoh in lots of things. She turns up in loads of stuff and she's always great. And, you know, you're always going to get certain things from her. You know, she's always been like an action star. So yeah. you knew you were going to get those elements of this film. But I really felt like you got like the emotional side of it. She was the one that was getting pulled here, there and everywhere. She was like a woman on the edge, wasn't she? Mm. Even before the multiverse of madness kicked in. Yeah. You know, she was, you know, a woman on the edge dealing with all these family dynamics um, but what I love about her as well is you don't get to the end of that film and be like, oh, you know, that poor woman got to the rent. She's a bit of a prick. She, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not like just a lovable character. No, she's a bit of a knob who's going through a life journey. Yeah, she's like, a, she's like a, well, you know, someone that neglects her husband. Yep. Um, is ashamed of her daughter's sexuality. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't really listen to her. Is quite controlling. You know, mm-hmm. she's one of them like straight- Trying to fuck the government for tax money. Yeah, I mean, straight, straight away, she, you know, turns around a daughter goes to leave you know this is right at the start and she says you you're you're getting fat you are fat lose some weight you know and then that's the last thing she says before her daughter drives off and you're like but you i think she gives that impression of like you know she gives some looks like some emotion like behind all that i think she plays it really well because she doesn't want to be saying those sort of things but she doesn't know how to deal with it yeah absolutely and obviously that all comes out throughout the film and sort of towards the end ending monologues that sort of thing it works well. They go on journeys that she can, at the end, reflect on her own life. Yeah. And you know what? I enjoy a film like that. I enjoy a film where you follow someone who isn't great, 
Yes. You're just not a great person at the end. It's kind of like, I've been on this journey. I'm a bit better, but just understand I am just a bit of a knob occasionally yeah. as well. I'm yeah, tired. Yeah, yeah. I haven't got time for this all the time. Yeah, oh, I struggle with your sexuality, but, you know, traditional Chinese family, what the fuck do you expect, bro? Do you know, like, just understand I'm a bit of a dick. I'm going to try harder. Yeah. Not just, a, oh, I'm completely changed. No, that's it. She's, like, I mean? she's like, oh, I've realised that I've been doing these things poorly. You know, can I do these things better? Yes, it doesn't mean, yeah, I'm not instantly... Uh, a different person like a lot of chick flicks in rom-coms have that don't they yeah, well, I'm absolutely. a completely different person and they're not no, no yeah. one changes like that that's not realistic yeah um, but yeah I fucking loved it she, she was great um, and then just quickly obviously mm-hmm. Kiwi Kwan won best actor in a supporting role for Wei Wei what Wei, Waymond Waymond, Waymond. The, he, so he plays the husband yeah um, yeah 100% agree with that as well he he does amazing of playing stupid husband yeah. that is just trying to make family happy. Great yeah. dad. Yes. Great dad. Bit fucking dumb. Um, from that, flip, snap, boom. I'm now this fucking intelligent, multiverse riding guy yeah. who is the best at martial arts, who can literally, I can use a stapler to... I can do anything. Yeah. You, literally yeah. anything I yes. can use it for. Like, it is ridiculous how he snaps between them two characters. Again, a great character. I prefer stupid. Right, okay, yeah. I prefer the stupid side. Yeah. I, I like the action side of it. And I, I'm the same. I prefer his, the the dad, not yeah. of the universe that we follow. Like, the the lovable idiot that's just trying to yeah. keep everything together. He's just nice. He's just a nice just guy. A and he's bloke. just like you trying want... to, he tries to see the good in everything, doesn't yeah. he? You know, things are falling apart around him, but he's the person that's just going to keep everyone's morale up. And for me, he was the heart and soul of yeah. that film. And he played it so, so well. I totally like, agree with you. Some of the bits that him and again, without giving spoilers, but quite emotional scenes. And I, and I was fully invested in his character and I totally think he deserved to win best supporting actor um because he was he was fantastic he was and again throughout all the different multiverses as well like you say he's the one who gives the monologues the emotional monologues blah 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 but what i liked is in some of them as well he's not giving this sad i'm gonna cry whilst i give everyone a life lesson sometimes he's just talking yeah like you and me are now quite cool and collective but what he's saying is just perfect yeah it just makes sense it you're putting people on the right path with a conversation yes. whilst I'm having a fag mm-hmm. outside of an opera. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like oh, Some of those scenes were amazing. They were beautiful scenes. Yeah, so um, you go from the cool side to literally breaking down, snotting and crying whilst trying to do a monologue. Like, all these different versions of himself, he's just got the good of everyone behind yeah. him of, you know what? People are good if you look for it and find it. Like, yeah. we can all stop being shitheads Yeah, together. and it's such a great message. There's a, there's a lot, again, like you said earlier, I definitely re- want, want to rewatch that because not only will you pick up on some of the quirky, silly, stupid stuff, I think you'll pick up on a lot of the, the actual meanings um, behind what everything that's being said um, and that everything that's happening. Because I think at the end of the day, it's a ridiculous, ridiculous film. I can't stress how mental this film is. But I think if you strip it all back, what it's all about could be, you know, your basic values, family you know, like you said, being kind, treating people the right way, acceptance, all these mm-hmm. sort of things. Um, that was odd. That was odd talking that about that. Odd, film. I don't, have you got anything else you want to add to that? Absolutely not. We made more sense towards the end. When you start picking back the characters, it makes more sense than talking about everything that's going on around yeah, it. Um, it. Yeah, I cannot 
recommend this film enough. Same. Again, I completely understand people that walk away from it and go, it's silly. Yeah. I do. I didn't enjoy it. I get it. Yeah. But it's just, it's what I need. Mm-hmm. It's what I needed. I needed the real life Rick and Morty. Yeah. I need, oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I need this nonsense in my life that is actually true. It's it's packaging itself up as a drama. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, and totally a sci-fi agree. film. And, a, and like I say, I think it's so clever. The name, everything, everywhere, all at once, because that is exactly how you describe this film. Yeah, that's th- what you'd say in a 60 second recommendation. That's, that's all you could, because anything more, you're just going to lose it. Um, yeah. And how, to be fair, we say two minutes, not a long film. How they fit that into two minutes and 19 minutes is beyond me. Uh, yeah. It was, oh, yeah. It was a lot to, it was a lot to, to get in, wasn't it? It was. Um, great film, though. I can see why. I, it's, do you know what? It's nice to see a film like that get recommended, like recognized at, awards because your sci-fi and stuff or your action or your comedies or whatever they totally they normally just get forgotten about what they do you're right. you know your actors that put in like incredible performances but because it's like oh it's an action film oh it's it's not a it's, it's not in, a serious drama it's in a silly film it's where in a silly, silly film happen. yeah exactly it's like no it's, so it's i think that was great and the fact that jamie lee curtis got it for that as well is yeah i mean they, they were all great everyone in that film played their part so so well yeah, definitely. So I suppose we best talk about Banshees of Inner Sharon. Inner Sharon, yeah. Um, I would like to give the synopsis of this one. Do you want to go straight into it? Or do you want to talk about what it won first, or how do you want to do this? Um, should we talk about what it what it? I think let's talk about what the film is. What, okay. it's, what it's about. Talk about the synopsis. Okay, so we just so a two hour night in film that we just spoke about where everything happens all at once. <laughs> Um, we're going to now talk about Banshees of Inisherin, and the synopsis of this film is um, a tiny little island off the coast of Ireland called Inisherin, set in the 1920s. There's nothing there, probably about 50 people. Yeah, uh, it's all wooden huts, and uh, you know everyone's local day is milking cows, and then at two and o'clock going, going to the, the local pub. boozer yep. for a, for an ale out of a bottle. And, and that's it. And um, so it follows two characters. I can't remember the names already. Let, let me get them up. It's if you can por- get it, them up. Is it, is it Porrick? Porrick. And, and it's either Col- Colum or Col- Colin. Just going to get just... it up now. So yeah, set in, set in 1923, isn't it? So it's like yeah. a period thing. So it's it's Podrick and Colm. Colm. So Podrick Colm. is played by... Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell and... Colm, Colm Doherty is, is Brendan Gleeson. Brendan Gleeson. So we've obviously seen these before in um, in Bruges. Yes. And it is Martin McDonough who also does that film. He does... He plays with these guys a lot, doesn't he? He gets yes. Woody Harrelson in a lot. Yeah, um, so he's it, not he's not done many films, Martin McDonough. But the um, ones he has, he's fucking hit. Yeah, they I are think very good. Three billboards outside. Three Ebbing, billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Missouri. Um, seven psychopaths. Seven psychopaths. Brilliant. In yeah. Bruges, uh, the guard with Brendan Gleeson. I don't think he did that one. Are you sure? I'm yeah, I was sure looking at his thing. Martin McDonough. Let's have a look. So. I'm sure. I'm he's sure only, he's he directed six, so he's done Banshees of Inner Sharing, Three Boards Outside Elbin, Missouri, Seven Psychopaths in Bruges, and then he did a short. Six oh shooter. right, oh right. I thought he was part of. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, so he's not done much, but his no. films normally hit home. So yeah, it follows um, these two guys. Colin Farrell's character goes over to see Colm to say it's two o'clock, big boy. We're going down the pub. Mm-hmm. Colm says, just, just doesn't answer just the door. Ignores he him. Ignores him. He just sits there. So. He doesn't really understand why, so he just goes to the boozer. Yeah, he's like, I'll, 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 <coughs> I'll, meet, you I'll, I'll meet you there, I'll get the round in. Yeah, so he goes, he buys a pint, uh, he waits for Colm to turn up, 
Com turns up, buys a beer, and sits outside away from him. Just won't talk to him. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep going. It's Podrick. Podrick, yeah. Podrick goes, sits with him. He's like, have I... And it's just that comedy that's like... Have, are you two falling out? I don't think we're falling out. I think you're falling out. Yeah. Talking you, the other are, you t- are you two rowing? <laughs> yeah, yes, are you two rowing? I don't think we're rowing. I, don't I think, think we're, we're rowing. Well, it looks like you're rowing. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, maybe we're rowing then. Yeah. Like, just constantly repeating each other, like thick Irish accent. So he goes and sits with him and he's like, right, if we're rowing, I'm sorry, I might have got drunk. I don't know what he said. Colm just says, look, I'm not long left for this world. Yeah. I, and you're boring. I don't want to be your friend anymore. Yeah, I, don't I, be, that's I, just, it. I just don't like you anymore. I just don't like you anymore. Yeah, it's, you, nothing, it's nothing personal, but I just don't like you anymore. Yeah, can you just not talk to me anymore? Yeah. This is two hours and... Um, what were we saying? Hour 54. Hour 54. Okay, so nearly two hours long. That is the whole film. That is the one whole film. One guy doesn't want... To, one day wakes up and goes, I don't want to be a friend anymore. And Colin Farrell doesn't like that. And Podrick, who's a bit of a simple, simple farmer, yeah. doesn't understand why. He's like, I just want to be a friend. Why won't you talk to me? I don't, I don't understand it. So, yeah, we've gone from everything, everywhere, all at once, which is literally as it is, to a tiny island off the, off the coast of Ireland. Very minimal characters. Minimal characters. And, the, yeah, the premise is one guy doesn't want to be friends with another guy. And, and then he... he it's him struggling to accept that and what he does in response to being not being friends anymore. Yeah. So quite a boring premise to a film, possibly one of the greatest films I have seen in years. Um, I totally, <laughs> totally agree with you. It is fucking outstanding. It was, yeah, it was so, so good. So, Take the storyline away for one moment because nothing happens in the storyline. The scene itself, the island of Inner Sherin, is its own character. Yes. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. The fucking music that they play in the yeah. background, it's all not, you know, 20s Irish folk. Yeah. Well, it's not, it's not even like, it's, yeah, it's not even like classic folk, is it? It's more, it's quite, it's quite bleak, I think. Yeah. Like everything about it, the, yeah, like you said, the island is beautiful, but it's barren, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's lonely and it's, it takes it's, it's empty. 45 minutes to walk anywhere because you're a million miles away from anyone, yeah. but everyone's just used to it, so they yeah. do. And obviously, well, it's like a period piece, isn't it? It's like, it's a period drama, so it's like yeah. 1923, so everyone just walk, walks, like, or will walk. 45 minutes to the pub or they'll go on a horse and cart or something. So yeah, it's yeah. Yeah. Carry on. If you've seen in Bruges, you will understand Martin McDonald's comedy. Yes. It's dry. It's ridiculous. It, any, a lot of people, it go over the head. Cause like I say, just, are you rowing? I didn't think we were rowing. Yeah. I think you're rowing. Someone else would be like, are you two rowing? Yeah. Maybe we're rowing. Are we rowing? Uh, <laughs> and it's, it's just ridiculous shit like that. It is, yeah. It's what you class. Martin McDonough is the master of dark comedy. Just dark, dry, it's, it's the dry. driest yes, of comedy. It's the total opposite of like your slapstick, silly comedy. It's clever. It's witty. It is, for me, the... That's that level of comedy is what I find hilarious. It, me too. It, it strikes a massive chord with me, and everything. I'm just going to go off on a little bit of a tangent about Martin McDonough. Mm-hmm. I love everything he does. Everything. All of those films that we that we mentioned. Obviously, Ban- Banshees of Inner Sherin, Three Billboards Outside Emin, Missouri. Still need to see that. Um, I think it's on Disney Plus. Yeah. Um, Seven Psychopaths. Seven Psychopaths. Fucking ace. In Bruges. Ace. They are all incredible. Yeah. They are up there. They with are some funny, of the best films. but 
in a second they can change and they are brutal and you'll be they crying. are savage and it is some of the some of the scenes in his films are some of the most shocking scenes I, I, I've ever, some ever, of, I've ever watched in cinematic history, I think. Some of, yeah, I totally agree. Some of the most shocking, and then on the other side, some of the saddest yes. scenes, it can get you <gasps> to crying yeah. in instant, to laughing again immediately. Yeah, exactly. You know, you look at something like In Bruges, if you've not seen that, it's, it's, it's a film about two gangsters, two hitmen, two hitmen who have to go and hide in Bruges because they, one of the characters did a hit, killed a, killed a priest, but accidentally killed a kid at yeah, the same the time. Bullet but went, bullet went the through and killed the a choir boy or, or yeah. no, a, a, a kid that was just praying. Yeah. So they'll have to hide out in Bruges. So, and it's funny, it's silly, it's, it's dry, but it's dark because yeah. at the end of the day, it's about a Killing child a murderer yeah. hiding out. And it's him de- dealing with that and the grief. And it's so sad and some brutal moments. But they are the sort of things you come to expect in all of Martin McDonough's films. Yeah. So if you've not seen, I would recommend every single one of his films. Yeah. Um, I've actually seen, because he's actually a playwright as well. Okay. Um, so he's think he started off with writing plays. Um, I've seen one of his plays before. It's oh, a wow. Lieutenant of Inishmore. Okay. So me and Claire went to see that a few years ago. There's Aidan Turner in the lead who plays like... Um, you know, the guy from Poldark and mm-hmm. stuff. And the, it's very, it's, the play is basically one of like similar sort of vibe as his films. Yeah, it's yeah. about an extremist, like who got in, in Ireland, who got kicked out of the IRA for being too extreme. Right. And he okay. gets a phone call one day when he's like torturing some guy um, that back in his local village of Inishmore, um, his beloved cat's been killed. Right. Okay. And he's like, what the fuck? And this absolutely psychotic, you know, extremist terrorist goes back to his local tiny village to find out what the hell's happened to his cat. Yeah. And it's the same vibe, like dark comedy, but underneath the whole tone is, is, is savage. It's you know? savage as fuck. Yeah. And that's what you get with Banshees, isn't it? It's very slow, but it builds all his films build to something, I think. And fuck me, this builds. Yes. It builds so much and don't get me wrong you're not going to see any action there's not a drop of action no, in this film no um think there might be one punch thrown two punches thrown yeah a few punches and they literally just like the local copper pissed off you know not yeah. in 20s you deal with you deal with the ruffians with a little punch don't you yes. that sort of shit but yeah there's some there's some dark sort of twists that come out of it um how the relationship is slowly ending and yeah. the build-up of their relationship end is fucking mental yes it is outstanding again you could get away with sitting on your phone in this film because there's lots of long pauses lots of scenery shots there's loads Why of shots in there the fuck would you want oh. you you do not want to have your phone out in this yes. film i'm telling you I, enjoy every second of it that's that's it and i saw some because obviously this this won quite big at the golden globes and was one of the big things yeah. and i saw on a post i think it was on one of the acceptance speeches, there was loads of comments and loads of people saying like, oh, this film is really slow. This film was really boring. Could not get into this film. Turned it off. And I was like, I wanted to scream because I was like, you are just not appreciating this film. Like that for me is just someone that's not paying attention. Think it's slow, but you're not picking up. There's a lot of subtleties. It is a character driven film. That- you're not getting explosions. You're not getting action. You're not getting anything. You are getting two farmers in the middle of nowhere suddenly don't want to be friends anymore. That's what you've got. And that's got. it. 
oh, it takes me 45 minutes to walk to the pub. So you're going to get shots of them just walking back and forth, doing not a great deal. But yeah. it is so funny and heartfelt and you feel for the characters. And every single character in this, all the actors were phenomenal. I could not agree more. So the main characters are, you've got Colin Farrell as Pod- Podrick and Colm Doherty, played by Brendan Gleeson. They're the two friends. Mm-hmm. But then you've also got Podrick's sister, played by Kerry Condon. Yeah. Um, another, all Irish actors, actors and actresses. And then you've got the village idiot, sort of the video, um, played by Barry Keoghan. Yeah. All of them were... In, like amazing. Obviously, you've got other characters, the policeman, the, there's the, you know, the the barman, who are all iconic characters in their own way. But, yeah, the, yeah. but the main cast were sensational. And it shows because every single one of them were nominated for the Golden Globe in their exactly. ca- in their category. Exactly. I mean, the um, the, the village idiot, uh, just himself, like the comedy around that guy itself, because yeah. you're not taking the piss out of him being simple. It's how Martin McDonough writes his lines Again, because he comes out with some banging lines that really puts Podrick in his place. Yeah. But like oh, when, you, like, when, when yeah. you first meet him, he's trying to bum a fag and he's like, oh, I've just made this really long stick. And it's like, yeah. what? Yeah, I've what, just found, what, I found the stick with a hook on it. What do you think that's for? Yeah, and he it's, put, put a hook on it. It's like, well, he's like, what are you going to get with that? And yeah. he's like, well, anything that's a and stick, he's, length, and he's a stick a, length away. Yeah. <laughs> and he's a bit of a sex pest, isn't he? He, just yeah. wants, he got banned from the pub because, you know, he just he harasses all the women. He's a virgin. He just wants yeah. to be around women, um, and, you know. But, you know, Again, it's a Martin McDonough film, so you know that underneath that is dark tones. So, you mm-hmm. know, he's like an abused kid. His, his father beats him. I think he was sexually abused. And suddenly it's like, you stop looking at him going, oh, he's the idiot. And you're just like, oh, fuck. Like, like and no it's, wonder. Yeah. yeah. No wonder this guy, this like this poor kid is so messed <laughs> up. But he, some of his lines, like you said, he just puts the characters in place or he'll come out with a line like, bloody hell, like, you're not, you're actually not an idiot. Like, yeah. And he was phenomenal Bar- yeah. Barry Keoghan who plays him was so good like they all were um and I think well I'm just gonna go through the winners then so obviously we've got loads of nominations so literally Barry and Brendan were in the same category for best supporting actor really? up against each other but they both lost out to Kiwi Kwan for, oh, okay, for okay. Yeah, everything yeah, yeah. everywhere all at once um but the winners were it won Best Motion Picture for Musical or Comedy. Yeah. Um, Colin Farrell won for Best Actor in a Musical or Comedy. Agreed. And Martin McDonough won for Best Screenplay. So that is what didn't beat everything everywhere all at once for screenplay. Get it. Get it. And I totally get it because yeah. his writing is incredible. His characters are sensational. Like, and I think that goes to show the quality of his writing is that you don't need all this mad stuff. You don't need any CGI. You don't need any special effects. You don't need action. You don't need anything. You've just got characters yeah like real people in like i know it's a i know it's like a historical setting but it's like a real what i like about his films is real setting it's like i'm just gonna go down to the pub and i'll get, yeah. I'll get a pint and they're just sat there drinking a pint it's the very like normal shots same yeah. for like in bruges it's like oh we'll go to the pub and uh, can i I'll, I'll have a beer please or mm. i'll have this and they're just doing normal things yeah yeah they're moaning because all the pub shot at 10 yeah they're like that sort of thing like, oh, yeah, like- if we haven't sold you on this film if genuinely just like, I don't see how a film about nothing can be good. I honestly can tell you right now, talking about this, I have goosebumps talking about this film. Yeah. Like I I genuinely have goosebumps right now. That's how fucking good this film is. I totally agree. It just, I want to watch this film 
all the time. Yeah. It, this is one, although I said, so the last one, everything everywhere all the time, I'll go back to it in six months' time. I'll watch it a few times, but I'm going to give it a bit of space. I could watch this again right this second. I, I would happily, yeah, I would totally, totally agree. I would happily put Banshees on today, uh, like right now. I... So I watched them both this weekend in preparation for this, which was great because I wanted to watch them for so long. Well, everything everywhere all at once it came out quite a while ago, back end of last year. Yeah. Banshees is still pretty new, um, but this was great. So like I watched everything everywhere all at once at the start of the weekend on Friday, and I was like, "This is great! What a great film! Absolutely loved that. That was so good." And then I watched Banshees yesterday, and suddenly, I bear in mind I loved everything everywhere all at once. It's like I'd never watched that film. I, yeah. It, after I watched Banshees, that's all I could think about. Yeah. And I was like, how good was that film? This was the film I was so excited to talk to you about. Yeah, yeah, same. And I, I was so, so tempted to message you last night and just be like, oh, I've just finished this film. Or be like, what a film. But I was like, I had to like fight against it. I was like, no, I just wanna wanted to speak to get our genuine reactions yeah. right it's, now. It's hard, isn't it? Our whole friendship and our whole relationship has been around talking about film yeah. and this that, and the other. And all of a sudden it's taken away from us. <laughs> so we <laughs> no, can do yeah. it once a week. And it's so hard to not message you and be like I mean granted we chat shit and we game together and stuff, but it's so hard to not be like, dude, yeah. Dude, I know. Like if I, know. I love something, if I hate something, I have to save it for this. Yes. You know, this is genuine bollocks of like, oh, I'm going to mention this on a podcast. I've been watching it. It's all right. Yeah. I'll say it. But, uh, oh. But if, when it's things we feel passionately about, which we have for these two films, it's hard. But I think with both these two, like obviously we are massively promoting both of these films and Hugely, couldn't, couldn't yeah. not say like enough good things. But I can totally appreciate why people will be put off by it. Everything everywhere at all, all at once because it is mental. It's too so much. it's too much. It's hard to follow. It's confusing. It's ridiculous. It's stupid. On the opposite on the total opposite, people will be turned off by banshees because they'll go, it's slow. It's, it's boring. boring. Nothing's happening. Yeah. And that that's totally fine. And I can see why people would say that. But for me, these both struck a massive chord. If and this is the thing about the people that said I turned this film off, I want to shake them. Yeah. And be like, one, how would you not invested in A the characters and B the storyline immediately? Yeah, 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 totally. And you missed out on so much. Because granted, it might have been another hour for maybe four things to happen that really spur this film to make you love it. But you missed out on what the fuck happens next. Yeah. And again, in the hour, it might only be four things, but they are Four things that you need to see. Yeah. You need it in your life to be like, what the fuck just happened? Man? I know. I that know. is mental. Exactly. And this was like, it, what do you say? An hour 54. Yeah. I did not want this film to end. Me neither. I wanted it to be three hours. Yeah. I just wanted to ob- absorb more of these characters, more of that setting. What a, what a, what a setting. I'm glad you said that because it was, what a beautiful place. It's I, I just want to go down on holiday. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's in Inner Sharing is a fictional place. Yeah. I think it's in Inishmore. Well, I don't know where. I can't remember exactly, but it's, it is actually filmed in Ireland. But in the island of Inner Sharing that is a set is a fictional place. Yeah. Um, but it looked stunning. Gorgeous, yeah. Gorgeous, dark, bleak, beautiful, all at the same time. And but nice beaches, nice cliffs, yeah. nice everywhere around it. How it is there is where I'd want a holiday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Same. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'd want the walks. Well, I'd want the the forty five minute walk to that shitty little port oh, where yeah. there'll well, be twenty good, people how, in it at night where they've all got the fiddles out. How great would that be? You know, if oh. we could just walk to that pub and just like, oh, just get, sit there having some beers, listen to that Irish music, getting shit faced in yeah. that setting. That would be unbelievable. There's a massive character we've not spoken about as well in that film. Who? 
Jenny the donkey. Jenny the donkey. <sighs> Jenny the donkey's fucking ace. Jenny the donkey, for those of you that haven't watched it or won't watch it, is an actual donkey. It's, it's yeah. um, Podrick at Colin Farrell's donkey. Prized possession. Yeah, he, he, he just loves, loves it. He loves Love. that as much as you love your dog or your yes, cat. Or it, yeah, absolutely. It's his. He's always getting told off by his sister for allowing the donkey to come in the house. Yeah. And he'll just come and sit on the bed with him. And yeah, Jenny the donkey's a fucking... What a character. Yeah, what a character. An amazing, an amazing character. Yeah. Um, like anything in a film, when you have a character like that, you're always like, there's something bigger for you. I know you've got more of a role in this film. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely, yeah. Um, it, oh, yeah. I just I could talk about this all night. Me I, too. There's nothing more to say. That's the thing. That, that's it, but All yeah. I want to do is keep saying, watch it, please watch it. I know, it. Talk yeah. To I don't want it. to not... Uh, yeah, I was so excited to talk about these two films, but especially Banshees. Yeah. Um, and the good thing is as well, like I say, a lot of messages from you guys um, saying, really loving the podcast. I've had... On top of that, so many messages of I watched X yeah. because of your recommendation. Which is beautiful. And we're I getting love that. a lot of that. And genuinely, I feel the passion that we've given to this, like we did. Um, so, um, my friend Matt Heaton messaged me the other day. He just smashed through Love, Death, and Robots. Right. So, he watched a, uh, He watched Barbarian, never watched horror film on his own before because we told him to. Yeah. He watched all of Love, Death, and Robots because we told him to. He downloaded Gears for the first time because we told him to. Yeah. So, like, I think it's amazing that we're having this effect on people to be like, oh, okay, let's see what it's about. Yes. We don't know what we're talking about. We're not fucking big critiques. Exactly. We know what we love. And if you know us personally, then you probably like the same shit as us. That's it. That's it. And, and if you do, you're going to love these films. That's it. Yeah. It's been so nice to do that. I mean, even like yesterday, I met, you know, Jess and Ed message saying, oh, we've, we've just, we just rented bullet train on your recommendation absolutely loved it yes. the point, and then they're now they're now recommending it to other people where it's like you should watch this not only should watch it you should pay to to rent this yeah it's, it's a couple of quid on amazon get it down right? yeah. yeah and that is that's incredible that that we're getting that from people um <sighs> I just want to talk. I just want to talk about our banshees. We just we, we'll just finish the podcast and we'll stick it on, shall we? Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, we've got work tomorrow, but fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. Oh yeah. So uh, we will leave it there. I mean, yeah, hour forty-five. We will leave it there for tonight. Else, we will just keep talking about how much you need to watch banshees. Yeah, it's that good. Um, so thank you again, everyone, for getting in touch, getting involved. We have a lot of things coming your way to get involved with. So as we said, please follow and like us on all the socials so you can get involved. We've got the Eliminated coming up, which I'm so excited about. Yeah. And who's, who's the, the battle, first battle again? It is Doctor Strange versus the Avengers. Doctor Strange versus Avengers. So get yourself thinking, give them a rewatch like we're going to. Which one do you think is going to win that? Get your 60-second recommendations over to us. If there's any snacks that you think we'll like, get them to us. Yep. Anything and everything you can. Drew, keep writing us music. <laughs> Please keep writing us music. We need to fill an album's worth. Absolutely. Exactly. We need your, we need your music to make money. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, wherever you're listening to this, Spotify, iTunes, Give us a little follow so we download every week. You get that notification. And also, please leave us a review. If you think we're shit, tell us we're shit. Yeah. That's completely fine. We don't mind that. But at least we know. Mm. At least we know. But, we're you know, we're rocking at about 4.9 stars at the moment, which I think is quite good. If you see something's five stars, you're a bit like, hmm, is it only your mates that are saying yes to this? Right, yeah. So someone's yeah. given us four stars at, at some point, and that, that cool. 
Yeah. That's totally, yeah, it's not the best thing on earth because it's not. Yeah, it's not. Cool. We appreciate what you're thinking. Absolutely. But tell us, say it fucking boldly, say it loud and proud. Yeah. Tell us what you think, but please, please, please subscribe and leave us these reviews because it does help and it does push us up on the charts a little bit more, gets us in more people's ears, and that's what it's about. We want to build a little community amongst all of our listeners where we can all talk about the same shit. And what I love at the moment is people do tend to chat to each other on our feeds. Granted, yes. it's people that know each other, but I'd love to be six months down the line where people that don't know each other are having these conversations with each other of, oh, I saw that, I loved it. Oh, yeah. I didn't think it was that great. What's your best part of it? You know, that's that's my dream. That's so, you it's such guys a cool having dream. fun and all we've got to do is turn up and talk yeah it's all about you guys having fun and talking with us and and talking with each other so yeah massive massive thank you so have you got anything else to sign off with ryan <sighs> nothing nothing i think we've covered it all it's um been an emotional r- roller coaster today it's been hard introducing new things and it's hard it's just hard to get across you know when it's films that you're so passionate about yeah and it's like it's hard to not give anything away, but you want these things that w- we really like to resonate with other people as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, so it, you know, please give these films a watch. See what you think. If you, you know, and again, like you said, Sam, just let us know what you thought. Yeah. Loved it, hated it, couldn't get into it. Best film ever. Whatever you thought, let us know. Yeah, we'll get in that conversation with you, and we'll look forward to it. Absolutely. All right, guys. So we will see you next week with some other random bullshit. Yeah, we'll think of something. Yeah, I'm sure we'll think of something. But... I mean, probably on the day. <laughs> yeah, which we normally do at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've got one thing scheduled in. Round exactly. one of the Eliminator. We'll, and we'll always have snacks. Always. <laughs> right, see you next week, guys. Peace.